This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, July 19th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Authorities announced an arrest in the stabbing death of a 19-year-old woman in Pennsylvania almost a half a century ago, crediting advances in DNA technology. Lancaster County Prosecutor and Manor Township Police said Monday that a criminal homicide charge was filed against 68-year-old David Sinopoli in the in the December 1975 murder of Lindy Sue uh, Bechler. The 19-year-old was brut- brutally murdered 46 years ago in her home. District Attorney Heather Adams says she hopes the arrest brings some sense of relief to the victim's loved ones and to the community who for the last 46 years have had no answers. Uh, Bachelor, a flower shop clerk who was married about a year earlier, was killed in her living room of her suburban Lancaster apartment after she returned home from grocery shopping. She was stabbed 19 times. Prosecutors said evidence at the scene suggested a sexual motive and investigators believe the killer knew her. In 2019, prosecutors released composite images of a man they said left DNA evidence at the scene. The following year, prosecutors sought further genetic analysis that pinpointed Sinopoli, who previously lived in the same four-unit apartment complex. Mm. In February, investigators obtained DNA from him from a coffee cup that he used and threw in the trash can before traveling at the Philadelphia International Airport Authority said. The coffee cup was then submitted to DNA Labs International for testing, and in April 2022, it was determined that the DNA of the coffee cup uh, on the coffee cup contained a mixture of DNA with one male contributor. It's so great that they hang on to this evidence. I mean, in the 1970s, you weren't thinking about DNA testing on stuff like that, but they have held on to these things because these cases are never closed. They never close these cases, these murder cases. These cold cases, yeah. And this stuff can, now they have the technology to be able to go back and pinpoint that stuff. It's amazing. It's amazing with, also, when they collected this, as you said, they weren't thinking about uh, DNA and about the preservation of material that might have DNA on it and ways to go about making sure things were kept in their optimum condition yeah. but uh i mean they it's they've gotten much much better at retrieving this stuff it's amazing i also can't believe like somebody could live there that many years without like confessing or coming forward or like you know what i mean having such a guilt that, that such yeah, guilt that you have to come for- i know you know, well, they, I know. They live the person for who did that kind of act is the kind yeah. of person who yeah. could you know do no, it in the, yeah obviously but right. it's just like that's mind-boggling to no me. i get you Sinopoli was arrested at his Lancaster home Sunday and was being held without bail on charges of criminal homicide. Pop artist Klaus Oldenburg, who turned the mundane into the monumental through his outsized sculptures of a baseball bat, a clothespin, and other objects, has died at the age of 93. uh, Oldenburg died Monday morning in Manhattan, according to his daughter. He was in poor health since falling and breaking his hip a month ago. The Swedish-born artist, who's known for turning everyday items into large-scale works of art, which can be seen around the world in Chicago, the bat column, a steel latticework baseball bat, towers 100 feet high outside of a federal office building. And the 45-foot clothespin has stood across from Philadelphia City Hall since 1976. The metal spring in the clothespin is meant to look like the number 76, according to the New York Times, which was fitting since the giant sculpture was installed around the 200th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. It's such an iconic thing, you know, to see that. 
He also did this uh, this paintbrush uh, thing that's really cool over by the, I think it's the Museum of Fine Arts, which is a pretty awesome sculpture in the city, too. Uh, here in our city? Yeah. Oh, there was a second one. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that. The U.K. is set to see its hottest day on record with temperatures on Tuesday expected to reach up to 107.6 degrees Fahrenheit, a high of 89 degrees Fahrenheit. I converted everything because I figured if we used Celsius, Celsius, we wouldn't know what the heat was. <laughs> <laughs> was reached in Suffolk on Monday, just short of the U.K record set in uh, 2019. Wales recorded its hottest day on record with 98 degrees Fahrenheit. The Met Office issued a red extreme heat warning covering much of central northern and southeast England. Temperatures did not fall below 77 degrees in places exceeding the previous uh, highest daily minimum record of 75 recorded uh, in Brighton on August 3rd, 1990, the Met Office said. Scotland could see its highest day on record surpassing the 91 degrees uh, and uh, as temperatures rapidly rise and Emergency responses have been issued across the U.K. A man died uh, after being pulled from the sea on the Isle of Wight. A, at least four other people are believed to have drowned after attempting to escape the heat in rivers and lakes. I remember it was a few years ago. Um, there was a heat wave in Europe, and they're just not equipped. A lot of places aren't equipped because they're much older buildings. And it was over 10,000 people died from a heat wave. Wow. Yeah. Well, and you know, I mean, 107 degrees, that is very hot. But like oh, some yeah. of the, but some of the other highs, like, um, you know, 98 degrees, 91 degrees, like to me, that's, yes, of course it's hot, but like we see that all the time. Right. Uh, Network Rail issued a do not travel warning for Tuesday, affecting services traveling through the red zone. The Supreme Court moved hearings online while the British Museum confirmed it would shut early. Uh, the extreme warning indicating a threat uh, to life is in place in areas stretching between London, Manchester, and York. In sports this morning. Major League Baseball is on its all-star break, and the all-star game will take place tonight in Los Angeles. Last night in the 2022 Home Run Derby at Dodger Stadium, Juan Soto won $1 million by beating a legend and holding off a rookie to win the derby and the big money prize. Soto recently turned down a 15-year, $440 million contract extension from the Washington Nationals. But last night, he beat Albert Pujols in the semifinals and Julio Rodriguez in the finals. At 23 years, 266 days old, Soto became the second youngest derby champion, just a day older than the 1993 winner, Juan Gonzalez. Over the weekend, Eagles prospect Devin Allen lined up for the 110 meters hurdles final at the World Track and Field Championship in Eugene, Oregon, with a shot at making the podium. He was disqualified uh, thanks to a false start Mm. in Imperceptible. Imperceptible to the human eye. Uh, Runners aren't permitted to start within 0.1 second of the starting gun sound, but uh, but Allen was detected as reaching at 0.099, meaning he was disqualified by one one hundredth of a second. One 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 thousand. Uh, A digital starting block detected the infraction. That's crazy. It's stupid. It's stupid. I mean, he's, he's being penalized for being too fast. You know? I mean, it's not a false start. Because, oh, whatever. It's, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't Technically, listening. it is, right? Mm. And James Harden is still in contract talks with the Sixers, but has claimed that he just wants whatever is left over. In an interview with Yahoo Sports, Harden said, I had conversations with team president Daryl Morey, and it was explained how we could get better and what the market value was for certain players. I, I told want- 
what they want. I told Daryl to improve the roster, sign who we needed to sign, and give me whatever is left over. This is how bad I want to win. I want to compete. Uh, I want to compete for a championship. That's all that matters to me at this stage. I'm willing to take less to put us in position to accomplish that. Harden was traded to the Sixers by the Brooklyn Nets in February and declined a 47.3 million dollar option last month, so that the team could spend some of that money on other players. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. And uh, we are here, friends, live and in person and set for a wonderful day today. And in fact, in fact uh, we're going to get started with a new Word of the Week prize. It's a four-day wor- uh, word that you need to keep track of. So it's a four-letter word. And we have, yet yeah, making Casey excited again about this, a pair of VIP weekend tickets to attend all three fish Whoa! concerts. Whoa! On the beach in Atlantic City. It's amazing. August 5th, 6th, and 7th. So it's a v- the VIP experience. That's what comes with it. And, and even if you really don't even... If you're a fan of the band, then this is the greatest thing ever. If you're not familiar with them, you get this cool experience on top of it. So dedicated venue entrance, access to the foundation viewing area, early admission into the field, limited early merch shopping... An event merchandise gift and an invitation to the lounge with seats to relax, unique food and beverage offerings, and a water free fill station that you can access. Come on, I was that's there. a lot. Listen, I, I that's where I was last year. It's where you want to be in a yeah. sea of forty thousand people. You kind of want your own like bathrooms and your own water stations so and a place to sit and you know conditions. Awesome. And then you can join Gen Pop if you want. Yeah, you all know, right. You can do that. Gen Pop. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, question: What uh, early merch shopping? Does the merch sell out for uh, fish? Oh well, it, it sells out, but then also like the lines get really really long as okay. well. So if you want all your right. T-shirts or your uh, bags or posters are a huge deal. Barbecue. The, you Pencils. Yeah, the poster they had last year was awesome. It was like a dystopian sort of uh, uh, post-apocalyptic Lucy the Elephant. It was pretty badass. Nice. So yeah. think about it. You'll, you'll just you'll feel like a bigwig. You're, you're walking by the regular filth. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Going uh-huh. Straight Gen to the front of the line. Yeah. Yes, the Gen yeah. Pop. Excuse me while I pause to piss on Gen Pop. <laughs> So we will give that away on Friday and only four letters to keep track of. We'll start at the end of the program. We have some guests on the show today. Uh, been a little while since we talked to Connor Barwin. He is going to stop by in studio this That's morning. Awesome. From what I understand, his sixth annual Make the World Better Benefit concert, his you know great charity right. where he just improves uh, things in the community. He's just great about Parks that. Parks and things. going to mm-hmm. be taking place. So it'll be on the 23rd at the Dell Music Center. Uh, and there's a variety of musicians and, and acts that are going to be there. We'll get the details from him a little bit later, and he's going to stop by in the 8 o'clock hour. And our friend Bob Kelly from Fox 29, he's got an event coming up. This is cool. Kelly's Kids Christmas in July, and it's going to be at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino uh, Saturday, July 30th, and he does all kinds of stuff down the shore. Yeah. That's kind of his jam. Do you watch that uh, Kelly's Drive? It's uh, it's every Thursday, I think. It's uh, at 630. He's down the shore a lot. Yeah. And calling out these places that are little hidden gems, and he's he's really thorough. Love it. So we'll check in with Bob in the 9 o'clock hour. We also have a chance for you to win a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo today. It is Tattoo Day, and you can get started out. Text the word TATTOO to 39333. We'll get a winner by the end of the program, and you get a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And uh, you can check out all of their artwork samples by visiting floatingworldtattoos.com or their Instagram handle is at floatingworldtattoos. And, of course, they're located at 1729 South Street. So go ahead, text the word 
tattoo to three nine three three three. All right, we are going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get to the entertainment report. A lot of stuff happened. There was a big uh, wedding celebrity yes. wedding that happened over the weekend, oh and, and I believe we have. I believe we have a celebrity farting story. Uh-huh. Yes, we do. Yes, along from a man who could probably crank one out. <laughs> we'll have that and more when we get back. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see him too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So the stupid question prize is a four-pack of tickets for the Hot Wheels Monster Trucks live at the Wells Fargo Center on Sunday, July 31st. So you'll win the tickets if you can answer this question correctly. Miranda orbits what planet in our solar system? Hmm. 215263, WNMR is the number, so I'll say that again. Miranda orbits what planet in our solar system? This is the Sex and the City constellation? No, it's not that one. 215263, <laughs> WNMR. We'll go through some birthdays while we're waiting for your answer. Today is Tuesday, July 19th. We'll begin with Mr. Anthony Edwards. And yes, Revenge of the Nerds, obviously. And he celebrates a big birthday today. He's 60 years old today. Uh, his, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm gerbing like crazy this morning, but his uh, his son, his character's son, big in Top Gun Maverick. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. And I haven't seen it yet. I yes, I'm not going to give it away. It. But yeah. I know he, he played, was his name Hawk or something like that? Uh, uh, it's so, another bird. Yeah, another bird. Yeah. yeah uh, you know, I forget. Something along those lines. But um, Revenge of the Nerds. Teller. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, ER. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, wait, I had it and then I lost it. It's not Goose. Rooster? No. Rooster. Rooster. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, so he turns 60 today. Uh, Campbell Scott, the actor. Always liked him. Son of late actor George C. Scott, by the way. He's oh. in uh, Singles, one of my favorite movies. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He is, uh, he, is he with Kira Sedgwick in that movie? Is that his? Yeah, uh, no, uh, yes. Yes. That's the, right. the, yeah, the, the matchup in that. With the garage door opener. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember that. God, it's been a long time since Such a good I've movie. seen that movie. And it still holds up. Is he the one that, that has the fantasy he's having sex in his mind and he's trying not to yeah. finish too quickly? Yeah. Xavier <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, Steve, don't. It's so uh-huh. funny. Yeah. Just an unexpected, hilarious moment in that movie. He's thinking of baseball and a particular player, and the player. They, 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 Basketball. Yeah, it's, 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 Xavier McDaniel. That's right, yeah. yeah. The X-Men. He just yeah. points at him and goes, yeah. Don't see. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Uh, Campbell Scott is 61 years old today. The great Brian May Whoa. has his birthday today. And it is indeed a big one for him. Mr. Brian May turned 75 years old today. Wow. wow. Yep, we had the pleasure, and I'm sure we talk about this every year on his birthday, to have him here in the studio. It was great. It was an honor. He was such a gentleman. Yeah. And uh, just a, a real easy guy to talk to. The guy playing him in, in, in Bohemian Rhapsody oh. is like spot freaking on. Yeah. Sometimes I have to remind myself it's not Brian May. He did a great job at uh, at capturing his mannerisms, both uh, in his body movement, yes. in his, in his yeah. hands on the guitar, like all that stuff. Just wonderful. Uh, but 
Just a great person. Brian May, happy 75th birthday to him. Another great musician, Bernie Leadon, who was an original member of the Eagles. And he ended up uh, making way for um, Don Felder. And he was he was a multi instrumentalist, so he would play guitar, banjo, you know, all these things. And he's just a really super talented guy. Uh, he turns seventy five years old today, but he's in that early oh, yeah, uh, yeah I'm not, lineup, not that familiar early lineup of the Eagles. When he was back in his day, he had this big, huge, bushy mustache, and well, I mean, I guess they all did back then, yeah. but nonetheless, seventy five years old today. Uh, Jared Padalecki, yes. Uh, Supernatural, Friday the 13th, House of Wax, stuff like that. Yeah. Is he, wait, is there an Adrian Panalecki? Yes, there Are is. Are they related? Yeah, you know what? That's a good question. Hmm. He is uh, 40 years old today. Uh, <laughs> he's then, also Walker Preston. He's Walker? He's play, yeah. on the TV series Walker, Texas Ranger. He's except play, he's not Texas Ranger. He's simply Walker. Is this the prequel to Walker, Texas Ranger? Uh, it is a reboot of sorts. It's actually doing very well for the All CW. Right. Okay. And then the final birthday, saved a good one for last. It's Benedict Cumberbatch oh, today. Yep. I just watched uh, Multiverse of Madness again. Okay. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, um, so the first time I watched it, um, I, liked, I liked it a little bit more because I... Uh, did some uh, deep dives on what a lot of the stuff meant. Um, so it's a fun movie. I, I wouldn't say it's great, but I enjoyed it. I've, I've only seen it the once, so yeah. I'll have to give it another another run through uh, for me. He's great, though. I, opinion. He's he like he's like a Robert Downey Jr. You can't think of anyone else yeah. as Doctor Strange except for Benedict Cumberbatch. I love in uh, in Endgame when they're they're the two of them are having kind of like a battle of the <laughs> right, egos, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, and they just are both huge. Yeah, protecting your reality. Douchebag. Yeah, douchebag. <laughs> the best. Uh, but so many great roles. Uh, I I loved him in Star Trek Into Darkness as Khan. He's great. Yeah. Uh, the Imitation Game, wonderful. Power of the Dog is a is an interesting movie, and he's great in it. Uh, oh, he is so strong. 46 years old today. All right, we'll see if someone does indeed know the answer to this question. Miranda Orbit's... Which planet in our solar system? 215-263-WMMR. Hello there, Lauren. Good morning to you. Good morning. All right, Lauren, do you know which planet in our solar system is orbited by Miranda? I think it's your anus. It is my yes, anus. Yes, it's your anus. Hang on, Lauren. You got it right. We're going to give you a four-pack of tickets for the Hot Wheels Monster Trucks Live at the Wells Fargo Center. That's Sunday, July 31st at 2.30 p.m. And tickets for the July 30th and 31st shows are available at Wells Fargo Center Philly.com. May I just jump in here quickly? Do uh, we have our this is a totally off track with the entertainment report press, and I apologize. Is there any device in the kitchen that now uh, puts out hot water? Our big Dunkachino machine is not working, and our other coffee, uh, our coffee maker. Pots, coffee maker doesn't have that classic nozzle for the, hot water. Uh, the water jug cooler has should, right? yeah, the water it cooler used does. To. It definitely does, does it? Yeah, there's a red handle on it. It does right, still. All right. Yeah, no. okay. I use it every day. Yes, it does. All right, there you go. I'm Fleming, big time, and I used to use tea to get rid of it. I couldn't find any hot tea. Question answered. Thank you. All right, so it looks like there's going to be a part two when it comes to Ben and Jen's big day following their Las Vegas wedding over the weekend. A source told people the couple plan on having a bigger party so they can celebrate with family and friends. And, of course, you would think a power couple like that. Yeah, it it, it seemed very spur of the moment. Yep, so the source said... Uh, they don't have a honeymoon planned yet. Jennifer says that every day with Ben is a honeymoon. I'm so nervous. Uh, the source highlighted, are you nervous? I'm very nervous. You will be. You will be. 
Uh, the source. You promise to honor and love me forever. You will. Uh, the source highlighted uh, how happy Lopez is with the relationship. Tell me, are you happy? They said ever since they started. You and me. Dating. <laughs> Wait, what? I just screwed that up. You am them? You am them? Uh, ever since they started dating again, Jennifer has truly believed that this is it. She's looking forward to growing old with Ben. She's very happy and content with Ben. She couldn't ask for anything else. She thinks it's all perfect, according to the source. Am I peachy keen? Uh, she, he says they're, the source says they're peachy keen. I'll tell you this. Uh, I did not realize the original story of the split up had to do with him and a kind of a lost weekend where he went and gambled away about $400,000 oh, oh and God. had about um, three or four, five, uh, this whole cluster of women hanging around him. This is while he was dating. Well, that didn't do it. Jennifer Lopez. That will, that will cause a relationship to go asunder. You know, so this is kind of a half good. million and bang about five yeah. girls over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of in the negative column. Let me explain. Yeah. <laughs> Let me <laughs> let me explain. Uh, let me explain. Yeah, one thing led to another, and you know, it got out of control. I thought I was going to win. Yeah. I really thought I was going to win. I doubled down, and then those four or five women really made me feel better about losing. So they kind of helped me. Uh, in her on the J Lo newsletter announcing the news, Lopez wrote, "When love is real, the only thing that matters in marriage is one another and the promise we make to love, care, understand, be patient, loving, and good to one another." I'm not listening. I'm looking at your ass. <laughs> she said, "We," she said, "We had that and so much more." Best night of our lives. Uh, they, I, this is kind of sweet and cool, and, and it, it yeah. kind of gives you, uh, depending on how things go, but it does give you hope that you you will potentially end up with the right person. It, it wasn't meant to be the first time, but here you go. It yeah. can happen. I've, I've seen it happen to people before where that first run doesn't work, and well, then they go separate ways and then come back around and go, wait a minute. I, th- I think we're in a we better, got a better handle We're in a better it. place now. Do you think yeah. it helps if at one point one of the partners becomes Batman? Probably. Yeah, How I can it so. not? Yeah. I mean, the other one favor. has to be aware that they're at a nighttime vigilante. Right, right, you know? right. I mean, just so we're that one of them is vengeance. Open, yeah. so... Uh, Game of Thrones star uh, Amelia Clark has opened up about the two brain aneurysms that she suffered while filming the show. Jeez. Uh, the actor who's 35 previously revealed she had survived two brain aneurysms in 2011 and 2013. Uh, appearing on BBC's One Sunday Morning, she said, The amount of my brain that is no longer usable. She said, It's remarkable that I'm able to speak, sometimes articulately. <laughs> And live my life completely normal with absolutely no repercussions. He said, I am in the really, really, really small minority of people that can survive that. How much of your, so statistically, after an aneurysm or something, a profound head trauma or brain trauma, how much could you lose and still pretty much be you? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. I think it depends on where it happens in your brain. I think that's the yeah, main thing because obviously critical because each part of the brain controls a different facet right. of our lives, and so it, depending on because it, it can uh, an aneurysm can kill that part right of the brain, but you can survive with certain parts uh, gone. I know, you know that virtually instantly the brain will begin rerouting. You know, if if there's an area that is, um, like you said, that has died off or whatever, there's been a head trauma, and and so it'll do a workaround. But this is pretty amazing. These were two pretty heavy-duty aneurysms. She said, these are ruptured aneurysms, by the way, right? Like, uh, not just, okay. She said, uh, talking about the brain scans, uh, there's quite a bit missing, which always makes me laugh. She said, because strokes, basically, as soon as any part of your brain doesn't get blood for a second, it's gone. 
And so the blood finds a different route to get around, but then whatever bit is missing is therefore gone. Uh, after the aneurysms, she suffered from aphasia, which is what Bruce yes, Willis is going right. through. Oh, wow. At one point, uh, being unable to recall her own name. It's got to be terrifying. Her memory has luckily not been affected long term, meaning she has been confident performing in the two and a half hour production of The Seagull at London's Harold Pinter Theater. But yeah, it really... Uh, Really messed her up for a bit there. And she can recall dialogue. It's yeah. pretty amazing. Uh, Craig Robinson from uh, The Office and Hot Tub Time Machine was evacuated from Charlotte, North Carolina Comedy Club, where he was scheduled to perform on Saturday night after a man brandished a gun and demanded everyone leave the venue. And he later uh, discharged the firearm as well. Uh, there were no injuries, and the suspect is in custody. The club was evacuated before the gun was fired. That really brings down a comedy club when that happens. Robinson shared the experience on social media, saying, I'm safe. Uh, this was in a video Instagram uh, message on Instagram. He said, I'm cool. It was wild. I was in the green room, and they're like, everybody get out. And it was a moment for sure. Uh, he had been told to go to uh, the nearby theater while police handled the active shooter situation, and Robinson's show at the Comedy Zone was canceled for that night. Uh, there was a lot of speculation about Johnny Depp's love life when he was spotted in Italy with a red-haired woman over the weekend. Mm-hmm. However, TMZ reported on Monday that their relationship is not romantic. Sources told the outlet that the mystery woman is working on Depp's upcoming movie, uh, Jean Dubarry, or Jean Dubarry, I'm not sure how you pronounce or it. Or Dingleberry. As a French teacher. It's a new film called Dingleberry. Uh, so there's a little sort of fecal matter balls that cling to your bottle. Oh she is reportedly <laughs> traveling with him for lessons on the go. I want lessons on the go. Uh, the film will be Depp's first in three years, and he is set to star as Louis the Fifteenth. Uh, the movie storyline uh, centers around uh, Jean Becou. Of course. Uh, Dingleberry. Dingleberry. Uh, Louis XV's mistress at the time of his death. The way he goes out, the way he's dressed, he really looks like a, like a, almost like a Mexican bandit these days. He's got, <laughs> it's just crazy. Right? He looks he looks dirty, Kathy, doesn't he, all yeah, the time? That, yeah, that look does always give off uh, yeah, kind of the... At, at what age do you kind of ratchet that? Unless you're a legitimate rock star. At what age yeah, right. do you ratchet that back? Yeah, if you're not a legitimate rock star, then that's right? Not I mean, work no, he, he complained. Obviously, Jeff Beck called him up on stage, but technically, he's not a rock star. So he, he, I don't know if he should be dressing like this. I don't know. He's it's what he prefers. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's I, the he doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't he, care. he's reached the point where yeah. he just does not just care, don't care anymore. Yeah. I don't care. Um, could you live with those rings, those enormous no. rings on each of your fingers? Mm-hmm. Only if you're wearing a really thick jacket. Yeah. I, I, I was, it makes it hard to do hidden hands. The evening uh, ritual of peeling all that stuff oh, off God. must take a half hour. I mean, you get sweaty and stuff. It's, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'll be I, done in about 20 minutes. Uh, Kylie Jenner is in hot water regarding the use of her private jet. The Kardashian star has even been called a climate criminal following the 17-minute flight she took from Camarillo, California to Van Nuys, California last week. On Friday, she posted a black-and-white photo of herself and Travis Scott between two planes and caption it, you want to take mine or yours? Ah, These people. People love to see that, don't oh, they? Let God. them eat cake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Scumbags. Uh, people did not hold it back uh, when it came to how she's affecting the environment. How, how do you think that's going to read to the... Which which one do you want to take? I know, I know. And how many people will be aboard when they do? Three it, or four? You know, and as much as I hate it, there are people that absolutely love it. 
It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's just to me, it's, it's you, you know, come on. And uh, aspire to be that. No, listen. Right, yeah. Like, look at that and go, I'll, you know, someday. Yeah. It's their success. They've earned it. That's great. Do you rub it in people's faces? I don't know. Right. On social media, uh, users slam the reality star uh, across platforms, calling her a full climate criminal. One Twitter user wrote, can't wait to see Kylie Jenner post environmental awareness pics on her stories as if she isn't single-handedly doing more damage to the environment than most of us with her three-minute flight. When they called her a climate criminal, did they spell climate and criminal with Ks? They you have to, to yeah, yeah, right? In order law. to keep with the theme. Definitely Speaking of them, Khloe Kardashian awaits the birth of their new baby via a surrogate in Los Angeles. I and can't wait. I'm eating so much popcorn. So Tristan Thompson... <laughs> is out traveling the world and enjoying his life. Page Six reports that the basketball star was spotted holding hands with a mystery woman in, uh, is it Mykonos? Is that how you say that? Mykonos. Mykonos, after a night of clubbing recently. And this comes after he was seen. Just checking in, couldn't you hear me because there was a woman sitting on my face. (laughs) Uh, This comes after, I'm sorry, your voice was a little muffled there. What was that? I'm sorry, my voice is cooking a nice call, babe. I'm sorry, there's a woman sitting right on my face. How's the baby going? Oh, my God. I'm in Makinos. <laughs> I'm in Mepos. <laughs> and this, uh, I, it, the last call, if it didn't sound clear, it's because a woman was sitting flat on my face. <laughs> well, he's turned a corner now. He's being honest. He's being really honest now. <laughs> he's not hiding it. Uh, this comes a week after he's seen parting in Europe and the U.K. last week with Justin Combs and uh, Kanye's ex, uh, Chaney Jones. Yo, baby's Tia, that last call might have been a little muffled because there's, there's, there's Mike and those woman was sitting flat on my face. And I had my nose like up there in a the butthole. Huh. But I'm good now. How, how's the baby coming? <laughs> I'm still interested to see how this all works. Yeah, I know. I know. I, who knows, man? Like, if he's going to take part, if he's yeah, going but, to yeah. father this child. Kathy, <laughs> bizarrely, I understand her reasoning a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah which I, I find surprising. Yep, yep. <clears throat> All right, a couple more things I want to get to. Um, after four years of marriage, Gone Girl actress Emily Ratajkowski and Uncut Gems actress Sebastian Bear McClard... <laughs> are going their separate ways. This is a tragedy. Uh, People reports... You sounded like Gilbert Godfrey. Uh This is a tragedy! (laughs) That the couple... God rest his soul. uh, With Emily Ratajkowski. The couple got married in 2018. After just a few weeks of dating, they had a one-year-old son together. And the source told the publication they split recently. It was Aaron M's decision... Uh, she's doing okay. She is strong and focused on her son. She believes uh, she loves being a mom. Who doesn't love the music of Journey? And the source says that she plans on filing for divorce. She's one of these uh, supermodels that is obviously gorgeous that I do not find attractive at all. There's I could not agree more. Really? I could not agree <laughs> there's, more. I, I, there's, there is a dead shark's look in her eyes. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing about her that does it for me. And uh, I, oh, I mean, wow. I know she's a knockout. It's just like uh, not my cup of tea, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Okay. And, and uh, she likes, uh, she really likes herself. Okay. A lot. Models tend to be very gregarious and warm people. No, she has. She's, but she seems to be. Um, she could care less. Yeah. She, right. she wouldn't help us out, Nick. No. All right. I have to. She couldn't help me find hot water in the kitchen. Share this story. <laughs> uh, Miriam Margulies 
uh, who is from the Harry Potter franchise. Uh, Nick, she plays the herbology teacher. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I've forgotten uh, the character. Because of the P? They highlight her at uh, the Franklin Institute. Um, yeah. Man. Yeah, she's a really cute older woman. Yeah. Uh, kind of a fun little character. Uh, Hermione Vagini. Uh, oh. So she was apparently in the movie End Days. And she had an interesting experience with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, the beloved British-Australian actress, who's 81 years old, said that the former governor of California, quote, was actually quite rude while filming the 1999 biblical horror flick, claiming that he deliberately farted in her face. Oh. But to hear her tell it is really where it's all at. That is an Arnold Schwarzenegger-sized yeah, fart, yeah. fart <laughs> coming at this woman's face. She made the allegation when asked... Who was her least favorite co-star, and she explained that uh, she didn't care for him. <laughs> and he's a bit too full of himself before launching into the unfortunate anecdote. And we have audio of this, so let's uh, let's roll this. Is this the first clip? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Schwarzenegger didn't care for him. He's a, a bit too full of himself, and uh, I I don't care for him at all. He was actually quite rude. He farted in my face. <laughs> now I fart. Of course I do. But I don't fart in people's face. He did it deliberately right in my face. <laughs> what the right. hell? She tells a little <laughs> bit more. A little bit more about it. Here we go. It was during the filming of End of Days in Los Angeles. And I was playing Satan's sister. And he was killing me. So he had me in a position where I couldn't escape. Uh, lying on the floor. And he just farted. <laughs> It wasn't on film. It was in a, one of the pauses, but I haven't forgiven him for it. <laughs> Farted in his face, in her face, on purpose, she says. Professor Sprout. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> she was a herbologist, right? You said Sprout. Right. Yeah, so Professor Sprout. Sprout. Yeah. Inappropriate. There exactly, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I love the way she describes it, though. She farted in my face. Yeah, the first clip. Uh, cue that back up again. Because the way she just plainly says Schwarzenegger it didn't care for him. He's a, a bit too full of himself. And uh, I, I don't care for him at all. He was actually quite rude. He farted in my face. <laughs> we need that isolated. He and, farted in my face. And then she says... Oh, well, never mind. Oh, go ahead. I don't care for him at all. He was actually quite rude. He farted in my face. <laughs> now, I fart. Of course I do. But I don't fart in people's face. <laughs> just don't do that. It's bad cricket. It is just the best. So, uh, no word if Arnold is going to respond to that or not, but you never know. He might. He, uh, he, he might jump up and apologize. He was known, uh, at least people who've worked with him, I think even Carl Weather said it when he was in the studio that, time, uh, that one time, uh, that he's a practical joker on set. Mm. Did, but you, you, I don't think you fart in some actress's face. in my face. No, you got to fart in a hooker's <laughs> face like yeah, Chuck Berry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> Keep it classy. Yeah. Chuck Perry knew how to do it. Uh, well, he was. Well, he was paying. For he was that paying too, for it. So yeah. it. <laughs> oh wait! Before you leave, I forgot to fart in your face. Oh, all right. Fart in your well, mouth. Well, I can prorate it, or what do you want? Oh, oh my god! He farted in my face. Wait a minute! Just that isolated clip. He farted in my face. <laughs> 
like to see Arnold's big glutes. Oh. Yeah. You know, of course, they'd, he's, it's so tight, his ass, they would vibrate. Right. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, let's see. A couple other things <laughs> quickly here. Uh, according to Entertainment Tonight, uh, Kingdom Brunson and ABC are being sued. What? By performer Christine Davis for copyright infringement. Lawsuit states that Abbott Elementary is a knockoff of Davis's show titled This School Year, which has the quote, look and feel of the inner city school, the mockumentary style, unique plot synopsis, set design, and unique characters. A lawsuit also states without Davis's permission, license, authority, or consent, Brunson and ABC knowingly and illegally used Davis's works to create the Abbott Elementary Brun- uh, television show. And this comes uh, just days after they were nominated for seven Emmy Awards. Uh, but um, I don't know if the suit has merit or not, but uh, it has been filed. Something becomes successful, you know, eventually somebody will come out of the woodwork. And then but I don't know if they have a case here or yeah. they'd have to prove that it was that they saw it and that it was an influence. Yeah, I don't know what their ties are yeah. to each other, if there are any or not, because it usually has to be, you know, it has to pass through hands or something like that, the idea, and then somebody steals it, so I'm, I'm not really sure. Right, right. Uh, and then one last thing, Deadline reports that Game of Thrones star Peter Dinklage is the next to join the cast of the Hunger Games prequel, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Uh, Dinklage is set to star alongside Tom Blythe, Rachel Zegler, and more. So, you have any excitement for this? Um... I'm just itty bit. I like the first the Hunger bit. Games movie, uh, and then uh, less so with the subsequent two. Yeah, yeah I was kind of yeah. the same way. I did enjoy the books quite a bit, uh, but, you know, I have enough interest to check it out, you know, yeah. but I'm not anticipating it really in any way. All right, and uh, we got clips? Yeah, we do. Fresh just handed to me. Here we go. Better call Saul. Kicks off with a great sense of urgency as the Breaking Bad prequel moves closer to its end. In this clip, Michael Mando raves over Vince Gilligan's magic touch for directing. Vince thinks in cinematic moments, you know. There's like moments in that scene where the camera turns and gets into through the glass and into the car. And I've never worked with a director who really thinks in cinematic moments like that. You know, everything he does is cinematic. So to me, that was um, one of the highlights of, of my uh, six years. Yeah, yeah, big whoop. No one cares. <laughs> Casey, on your recommendation, I'm almost done season five. So now I can start watching season six. And how many more episodes to go? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know how far in you are. But uh, no, I mean, uh, oh, uh, of this? Yeah. Maybe three. Okay. Maybe, yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, next clip. Here we go. Ana de Armas. Yeah. Packs a nonstop thrill ride of destruction and quick wit in The Gray Man. And here, our co-star, Chris Evans, explains why you need to tread lightly around her. Here we go. I've seen Anna do too many moves now. <laughs> and look, Anna's great at what she does. She's phenomenal at what she does. Uh, but we just did another movie, not this film. Uh, but, but she was unbelievably prepared for it and you'd watch her throw these punches and kicks and you think oh my god <laughs> she's she's dangerous she's a dangerous person be careful you sound insane uh she's also a stunner wow unbelievable uh the gray man is out now on netflix and in select theaters did you see no time to die the no. last james bond movie did not. she's in it for about 10 minutes and uh you will remember that sequence for quite a long time. yes okay I'm, uh, I believe you, sir. Yeah. 
All right, and there you go. That's what I have uh, in our entertainment report for you this morning. A couple things. Uh, Tattoo Day, so just a reminder. Giving away a Preston and Steve themed tattoo, courtesy of our, our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Street. And uh, you can check out their artwork at floatingworldtattoos.com. So all you have to do is text the word SECRET to 39333, and we can set you up, my friend. Another thing... Uh, to make you aware of is we have a screening tonight, and it's IMAX. This is the film Nope from Jordan. Oh, Hill. yeah. Wow. So here's what I'm going to do. Take callers 10, 11, and 12 at 215-263-WMMR, and we will put you on that list. So 10, 11, and 12, you're good to go. Uh, it's only in theaters and IMAX on July 22nd, rated R, but the screening that we are giving away is tonight, 7 o'clock, you a king of Prussia. Let's get you that. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We got guests. We got things. We got time to spend together. We'll do it all right after this. Stay with us. What's new? Why do you ask? The Offspring. Tell me how does it look from the behind the world's of pain? Dorothy. Oh, Lord, you're dead to me. Rest in peace. Young Blood. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. Before we get anything, can I do a quick shout out? Oh, yeah. I uh, got this great message. <laughs> uh, this is from uh, Darlene Shock. And yeah. she gets, yeah, Darlene Shock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she says, good morning, it. Uh, if you're able to get to it sometime, I would like to send a shout out to Dr. Jeffrey Zern hmm. at Christiana Hospital in Wilmington, Delaware. Back in March, I almost died when a small hiatal hernia turned into a Category 10 hernia, and I experienced the super rare occurrence of something called upside-down stomach syndrome. What the hell? In which my stomach literally flipped upside down, climbed up into my chest cavity, and almost killed me. And she says, yes, that felt as horrible as it sounds. And I fell into the magical hands of Dr. Zern, who opened me up and put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Last week, I saw Doc and was wearing my Jackie Bam Bam t-shirt. And he walks in and he says, Jackie Bam Bam? What the hell does King Dracula spell backwards mean anyway? And I even Googled it. And he said, we spent the next 10 minutes fangirling over being lifetime listeners of WMMR with him telling me how he used to mail letters to Pierre Robert to request workforce blocks. And me saying, so while I was naked on the table, did you ever notice a flyer's tattoo on my hip? Well, I got that in studio on the President and Steve show. <laughs> and I'm a card-carrying member of Zeta Eta Pi. Uh, and she says uh, that t- tattoo was way back when uh, people put things through a wood chip- chipper to get flyer's Stanley Cup tickets. Well, we remember. Uh, that tattoo saved me from being covered in someone's cremated remains like the rest of you. <laughs> Uh, not only did Dr. Zern literally save my life, he's an amazing human, a ton of fun, and the kind of guy you want to go out drinking with. Nothing I say or do could ever properly thank him for my second chance, but who doesn't love a good shard out? Have a great day, bitches. That's from Darlene Shock in Wilmington, Delaware. So here you go to the great Dr. Jeffrey Zern. And I love that they bonded yes. over the radio station. Never heard of that upside-down stomach thing. That's uh, Neither have I. It's just insane. All right. Um... So, 93 degrees today. <laughs> 97 degrees on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Saturday, 
probably going to hit triple digits. Right. Yay. Most likely. So we're having a heat wave. I think it's time to call the heat hotline <laughs> and check in and get the details of what we need to know and what we need to do. It's really hot out there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so you call the heat hotline. Yeah. I'm, I'm staying inside. I put on the air conditioner. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> heat line? What do you want to know? All right. How do you stay cool, I guess? Put on the air conditioner. Stay inside. Okay. So what we do? Yeah. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. It's really hot, isn't it? the ocean, swim in the water. Goodbye. I think the best thing you can do is really hop on a bicycle and ride your bike uh, from Philadelphia <laughs> to Atlantic City. Which is what you're doing on which Sunday. Which is what I'm doing on Sunday. Oh, my God. Oh my God. And you know, here's oh the deal. No. Mark O'Connor, I love you. But last year, because of the pandemic, the, the bike ride was at the end of uh, August. And it was great. Yeah. It was awesome. It was a little bit chillier. You know, we had an extra month for fundraising, but no, he had to move it back to, you know, it's always been like the last Sunday of July. And and obviously it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, a list here that Steve sent me of some hacks, creative hacks to help you beat the summer heat. And these are better than just stay in the shade. (laughs) These are actually some cool ones, I think. Well, some of so, them are dumb, but uh, some of them are yeah, dumb. Yeah, okay. because you always get the dumb ones, like, like you know, go, go, go see a movie in an air conditioner. Of course, we know that! Right. But um, a lot of times, when you, and, and as they make a point in this article, Preston, is that when you really feel it, is at night a lot of times where you oh. adjust. That is the hardest to get to sleep when you are in an impressive heat situation yep. and you're naked and there's nothing left to do. Yep. All right, so this one, this first tip starts with that when uh, when it's uh, when you just can't deal with it at night. Uh, one thing you can possibly do, a possible remedy is bunch up your pillow, put it in a plastic bag, and stick it in the freezer for 10 minutes. Brilliant. <clears throat> that like is that? a pretty good idea. Yeah, that That's is. a really good idea. If your freezer is full of ice cream, you can save space by freezing just your pillowcase. Or eating all the ice cream. Yeah. Uh, you could eat the ice cream. Or stuff your pillowcase with ice cream. <laughs> the quick freeze creates a temporary cooling effect that may help you doze off. For backup, keep an extra pillowcase in the freezer so you can make a quick switch if you wake up in the middle of the sweltering so that, night. that's a key, is you want to get to the point where you can fall asleep. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the tossing and turning attempting to get to sleep because you're so uncomfortable. If you can fall asleep, you're good. This would help eliminate, or at least mitigate that a bit. Yeah, I was, um, I, I've gotten soft in my old age, and it's because I have uh, central air now, but I grew up in a house that didn't have air conditioning. There was zero air conditioners in my house. It was an old house, and so you yeah, just, fans? We had fans, and that, yeah. was, that was it. Same here. And uh, and you just sort of got used to it. And then uh, at a certain point in the late, mid to late 90s, we got our first air conditioner, and then it's been it's been <laughs> game over ever since. Once, once you listen, uh-huh. uh, I, I, I've got to have it. I, I've, mm-hmm. I've got to have my conditioning. All right, here's another pillow tip real quick, and then, Kath, I'll see what you have All to right. say. Uh, consider swapping your foam version for one filled with buckwheat hulls. What? Wait, what is it? Your uh, mattress? N- no, no. A, no a, little a, rascals. A, a, a pillow. Oh, a pillow. Filled with buckwheat hulls. The buckwheat stuffing allows air to circulate through the pillow, which means it holds less body heat than foam pillows. They make buckwheat hull <laughs> pillows? Never heard of that before. So it allows air to breathe through it, is what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Oh, and Uh, they said it's best for neck pain. Kathy! Should try that (laughs) out. They have them on Amazon. And they make a hell of a pancake. 
What did you want to add? Kelly? I was just going to say, uh, you guys brought up air conditioning. That was when I, I was like, okay, I've made it in life when I got a house with central air. <laughs> because same, Casey, I, you know, we grew up, we had wall units. I mean, we weren't sweating to death, but uh, we actually were because my dad didn't uh, want the electric bill to go up. So we turned them all off in the middle of the night. That was fun. Um, so when I moved into a house, my my first house, uh, and it had central air, I was like, wow. This is, a, this is I made, amazing. I did it. I did it. I, I, I'm, I'm wealthy. Yeah, yes, totally. Central Well, Kathy, if you couldn't have afforded wall units, there's another way that you can make your own air conditioner. Okay. So you take a styrofoam cooler, and you can transform it into a real cooler by adding two dryer vents and a small fan. Uh, It's essentially a do-it-yourself AC for less than $10. So here's what you do. You carefully trace the circumference of the fan on the center of the cooler's cover, then you trace the dryer vent openings on place the dryer. Uh, it says trace the dryer vent openings on either side. Cut along the lines, vacuum up any stray bits of foam, and insert the vents and the fan blower side down into the openings. Next, you fill plastic water bottles with water, freeze them until they're solid, and then yeah. you place them in the cooler. Then you replace the cover, cover, plug in the fan. And then you have a do-it-yourself air conditioning wow. unit. It, it, and it seems so easy. And that would be for night, probably, because it'll they'll fall off yeah, overnight. Exactly. But at least for that, it might work. I've seen sort of things that they sell that are basically this now, Preston, yeah. pre-made. There's a, an ad on TikTok that um, it's like basically this, um, but you order it. It's a small little right? unit. I've, just, seen the, I've seen it. Right? You've seen it? Like you put ice in it. It says it'll, you know, it'll cool a whatever square foot room. And I'm like, okay. I mean, that would be great if it well, could actually work. If you think about it, if, you're, if you have a refrigerator, let's say you don't have AC, you definitely have a refrigerator. It's going to run all day long yeah. no matter what. You may as well be freezing bottles of water in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not going to cost you any extra money. No. The only thing that's going to cost extra money is running a fan through this unit all all day long. I dropped my son off for uh, for overnight camp over the weekend. Uh, this place down uh, on the Chesapeake Bay. And um, they have no air conditioning. The best <sighs> they can do in any is like just the fans, you know. And so I pressed and I was trying to think of like. Are, are there cooling things that you can put inside of a sleeping bag or on, on like, is there ice any? cream? Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe. But like, there's. Um, all they can do at this point is try to open up the windows and turn on the fans because right. they can't. You don't even have any access to ice. I'll give you a couple other methods here. First, let me go to Glenn though, who has a uh, uh, an item we were talking about. Glenn, good morning. Hey, how are you guys? Good. What's up, Glenn? I have two buckwheat pillows, and I thought it was crazy. My wife is like a freak about organic stuff, <laughs> and she got two buckwheat pillows. Yeah. And I thought they were strange, and I sleep on them, and they're amazing. They never get hot. They never get hot. Cool. Well, that's always that's right. the big thing is that you know, like flipping the pillow so you get the cool side and so on and so forth throughout yeah. the night and these kind of things. So, Glenn, does it feel like like they're kind of like beads in there or something? Yeah, it feels almost like little tiny beads, but it molds to your face and your head. And like Kathy said, it's great for your neck. All right. Too. So, have you ever seen one of those like it's it's like a little cushion that uh, that you can like put in the microwave and heat it up and then put it on your neck or something like that? It's usually filled with these like bead type things. You know what I'm talking about, Glenn? Yeah, yeah. They, my daughter has one for headaches. There's rice in it, and it's, you just put it in the microwave. And is it similar? Out. Is it similar to that sensation uh, as far Very as how similar. it feels? Okay. Huh. All you right. think you yeah, can sleep right. on that, Preston? Maybe. And I mean, you know, I my thing is uh, the pillow needs to be cool. It's just I, I I'm constantly I've I have uh, you guys know I have like seven or eight pillows yes. on my bed and I swap them out regularly throughout right. the night. 
I, I probably don't even wake up while I'm doing it, but um, I, maybe a buckwheat pillow is something to try out. Thank you, Glenn. I appreciate it, man. No problem, guys. Have a good day. All right, see you. All right, so here's another one. Nick, maybe they can do this. Uh, the so-called Egyptian method. All right. Promises to keep you cool on hot summer nights, although I don't think I could do this. Oh, okay. Go to the lower <laughs> levels of a pyramid? No. You wet a bed sheet or a large bath towel with cool water and then oh. wring it out and then run it through your washer spin cycle until it's damp but not dripping. Uh. This will be your new Beat the Heat blanket. Keep a spray bottle filled with water and a small amount of rubbing alcohol at your bedside. If you wake up warm, give the sheet a little spritz. And another idea is the same, in the same vein is to wet and wring out a sheet and then hang it in front of the open window nearest your bed to make any breeze even more delightful. <laughs> I mean, if it last resort, you know, that's all you have to cool you down and you yeah. need to get to sleep, I, yeah, I would try it. So you could you sleep on slightly damp sheets? If that's the only option to cool yeah. me down? Yeah. So uh, better than not sleep. Because Steve, at the end of the yeah. day, I'm going to be sweating my ass off anyway. Right, you know? so they're going like, to be wet anyway. I would try this, yeah. So I tried this one method. We were we were visiting my wife's family in Scandinavia, and we went to uh, uh, we went to Norway. And so there's no air conditioning. In, no, in place in Norway. Now we were there in the summertime. Right. It does get warm. It gets hot actually at some points, but the majority of the year it's cooler. So they, they nobody has air they don't conditioning. Care. Yeah. So we were staying in this hotel. In the hotel, and you know the sun's up all night long, so they have blackout curtains and everything, but. They didn't have air conditioning, so we tried this hack. I didn't really think it worked. <laughs> All right. Maybe it made a difference. I don't know. Maybe it would have been hotter if not. But what you do is uh, you can set a bowl of ice in front of a table fan. Yeah, I've heard this. And as the ice melts, the fan blows cooler air toward you. Now, it says here you got to be fairly close to actually get any sensation out of it. Like almost right in front of your face. Your best bet is to try this hack while you're working at your desk or place the fan-bowl combo near the stove on your kitchen counter while you're cooking. But for us in the room, I didn't think it really did anything. And remember, as you turn it on and off the fan and adjust it, make sure one hand is in that bowl of water. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah. So therefore, you get a little <laughs> kick. All right, so here's a way that if you need to, let's say you have uh, some beverages, some water, some soda, whatever it may be, even beer, and it's warm. It's not yeah. cold. You need cold beverages to say. I yeah. like cold beverage. Yeah. yeah. Cold beverage. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so <clears throat> what you do is you run a paper towel under cold tap water, wrap it around a can or a bottle, and then you place it in the freezer. Yeah. And in 15 minutes or less, your drink will be chilled to perfection. Have you ever tried it? I oh, have. No. Does it, it work? I didn't think it would. I don't think... How, how could it work that well, quickly? let me tell you, Steve. All right. <laughs> numerous scientists have weighed in, but one easy explanation is that the water on the towel evaporates, drawing heat from the bottle and making it cool faster. <laughs> Yeah, hell. Also, I mean, if you have it in a cooler with uh, ice, or if you have like an ice, um, you got your ice maker, right? Put salt in it? No, no. What you do is, if it's like a can or a bottle, you lay it directly on the ice, and then you you roll it almost like you're like uh, in like the. What if you were to put it in your industrial size walk-in refrigerator? Okay, I'm listening. For about ten minutes, not ten minutes. That's not going to do it. Uh, but and and I tried uh, putting ice in a cooler one time. I was like having a party or something along those lines, and, and I forgot to ice down the beer. And I'm like, oh my god, 
I gotta have cold. They gotta have cold beer. So I put ice, I, I um, salt, right, oh, in it. It's supposed to work, right? Salt drops the temperature, right? That's why when you make ice cream, you put salt in the uh, in the ice, right? And and but anyway, uh, no, didn't work. Just got ice all over the beer bottles. How many times have you Stupid. forgotten beers that you've left in the freezer? It's happened, yeah, dude. It, it, oh yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> and they explode. Yeah, they, they just <laughs> flat out explode. Yep. That's all there is. I left to it. one in the ice maker one time because Steve, I thought <laughs> keeping it in the ice would uh, right. It wasn't even in my house. Uh-huh. I felt like no. such a jackass. Oh no! I know. I was such a. Were, were you busted? I mean, it was my fault. I compl- I, I I knew that yeah. I had done it. I just had forgotten about it, and I was like, "Oh my god, Brian, I'm so sorry." And again, no. I just left it right in the ice maker. So not only did the beer explode all over inside the freezer, it destroyed the ice maker in the process. Oh, no, yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> all right, another tip that you can do to beat the heat: use a ceiling fan while running the air conditioner. Can actually double the cooling effect. I do that. Yep. I have my ceiling fan on and I have my AC. I ha- I'm like a pool shark pressed in the way I play the angles <laughs> in the room. So the AC lowers the air temperature. The fan circulates a cool air throughout the room. To The boost in the air circulation creates a wind chill that allows you to Run the AC at a higher temperature. However, while keeping things cool, there is that you you have to you have to be certain about the direction the fan is going. Correct. Uh, there is another thing about right. that. So hang on a second here. It has to do, and a lot of people don't know that your ceiling fan has two two different functions. It'll run in two different directions yep. because of the way the uh, the blades on the fan are angled. Correct. Uh, so for optimum cooling during summer, it says air. Should blow straight down rather than up toward the ceiling. So running your ceiling fan in a counterclockwise direction will do the trick. Uh, the airflow produced creates a wind chill effect that makes you feel cooler. Be sure to adjust the fan speed as the weather heats up. The warmer the weather, the higher the speed. And remember that you uh, can set your AC thermostat a little higher when you're running the ceiling fans. So it says, Steve, that it that it, sh- it the air should be blowing straight down rather than up. That's the way I usually have it anyway, right? Yeah, that's the way I have it. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I do it in the other way. So, to, but my, my, I have inverters, you know, uh, which are those wall units. Uh, and the, it, it shoots the cold air out. I have the, um, the fins on it basically pointed out directly out. It goes out, and then my ceiling fan pumps it down on me. And I am a happy man. All right. Also, they recommend. Uh, home appliances, electronics, even standard light bulbs can heat up your house, so you need to turn them on as little as possible. Run the washing machine only when you have a full load or hang your wash on a clothesline. Uh, skip the dishwasher if it is not at capacity. Do you guys ever have to hang wash at your house? We didn't yeah. do that at my house. No. You guys hung wash? Hang it outside? Oh, yeah. yeah. We had a clothesline, yeah. yeah. Did you? Yeah. My wife loves to dry stuff. She has these racks and loves to dry them oh, outside. Have, Are you the same way? I, well, I don't put it outside, but I yeah. have the racks. I mean, I don't, we never had to hang clothes, but I mean, I probably hang, I would say, the majority of my clothes anyway. Really? Yeah. Why? Just, uh, Even your unmentionables? To, <laughs> just to preserve, <laughs> preserve the life of them and a lot of them, you know, if they'll shrink, I mean. Uh, okay. Because they get a little fabrics. bit beat up in the wash or a little bit beat up yeah. in the dryer? Maybe yeah. shrink or, yeah, or just get be wrinkly if you leave them in there too long. Not, mm-hmm. not even that. I'm not worried about sure that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried about the wrinkles uh, because I have a steamer, Preston. Wow. Um, but, yeah, no, just to preserve the life of it and, uh, you know, to keep it looking new. Okay. All right. Kathy's unmentionable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, My hangs, she hangs them out once right. a week. <laughs> By the way. Don't look. Yeah. Steamer over iron. 
Any any person out there who hates ironing, get a steamer. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Somebody texts in and says, Ziploc baggie, big or small, put one part rubbing alcohol, three parts water, put it in the freezer, it won't freeze, use it on the back of your neck. That makes a lot of sense. So the whole idea of a cool towel wrapped around your neck... Not mm-hmm. all the way, not tight. Right, and then pull uh, it really tight. Yeah, and until you're dead because you have no heat. No, the the uh, that that will actually keep you cool as well. That that's that initial stage. You get into bed, you want to be able to fall asleep. I'm going to go to Greg. He's got a tip. Uh, Greg, good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? Uh, deployment server into like Iraq and Afghanistan. Sometimes we had air conditioners. Sometimes we didn't. Yep. Uh, we had tons of bottles of water, though. I mean. You name it, there were bottles of water outside. Yeah. Uh, you take a sock, not your crusty socks, <laughs> but you take a sock, uh, wet it, put your put the water bottle in. It's, it's the same concept as that paper towel, but it, I think it works a lot better. Um, instead of drinking, like, really piss warm water, you could drink, uh, you know, it, it cools it down just enough to where you can enjoy it, especially out in the heat. So like you're saying hang, you hang the, 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 the bottles of water in the sock and let, uh, let what you're letting the breeze cool it? Yeah, so instead of using the paper towel method, you take a, a sock, you soak the sock, you put the bottle in it. Okay. Let the breeze. Oh, if it's a nice Greg, what if the breeze uh, is 111 degrees? Yeah. Yeah, and, and it cools it just enough to, I mean, it's it's not the greatest thing. Right, but, but it's better than it was. Right, right. No, I hear yeah. you. I got gotcha. you. And then awesome. another, uh, another thing about the light bulbs. I had a camper uh, that had the, the halogen light bulbs in it. Yeah. I put LEDs in it, complete difference. Oh, my God. Halogen bulbs get so damn hot, dude. Yes, absolutely. That's a really good hack. All right. Thanks, Greg. By the way, he brings up a good point, too, about with the the light bulbs and things. Just in general, keep... Keep your your blinds down. Yeah, I do that. Stop the sun. Yeah, you're heating I, up your I, especially on the side of the house and later in the day. Steve, yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, where the sun starts, you know, pouring in. Uh, I, I'll keep those blinds just shut. All right. So nearly thirty percent of unwanted heat enters your house through windows. Yeah, especially, ah! especially south and west facing ones. So keep them closed when you're not home. Putting shades, curtains, blinds, shutters to work can reduce indoor room temperature by as much as 20 degrees. 20 degrees. Now, I have the dark shades and everything because I have a still in my house, and I don't want the revenuers to find it. But for the most part, it also helps to cool the house down. Uh, In rooms with a window unit or portable air conditioner, you keep the door closed when the AC is running. Yes. Use door stops to keep four-legged family members from poking their heads into closed-off territories. We um, had, you talk about, we the first air conditioner we ever got, Kathy, years and years ago, um, we had it put in the living room of the house where we watched TV, the den technically, and um, eventually <laughs> everyone would just sort of casually fall asleep in the, in the you know, because everyone wanted to oh, hang yeah, in that yeah, room, yeah. and eventually it's like, well, maybe we should get window units for the other for the bedrooms because i mean it's it's a revelation in your right case once you get used to it mm-hmm. uh, it's a, if you it, once you train yourself to be used to it you can never have not have it no i'm uh, i've turned into like a little sissy man <laughs> uh, tips to beat the heat all right this one i like all right so it says uh you can enjoy cool basement air i love cool basement air in the upper stories of your house by the strategic placement of fans what so you get started by shutting all your windows except for one window on the top floor in the farthest farthest possible south facing corner all right then you position a box fan in the open window facing out yeah. next open a window in the farthest north facing corner of the basement 
The open basement window allows cooler air in while the upper window pulls warm air out. So, you know, it's heat, circulating from the basement up to the attic. Yeah, heat rises. So, it, and, and in the summertime, I know my basement is freezing because we're trying to cool the upper floors. Right. And all that air, it, it keeps it cool up there, but mm-hmm. most of it siphons down and goes into the basement and it's freezing down there. So, if you can find a way to move that back up via ventilation, what about buckets? There you go. Buckets you could do a bucket brigade, <laughs> yeah, probably. So uh, my uh, my dad, Kathy, was like your dad growing up, and and we would have uh, on lucky days room air conditioners that we were allowed to turn on. But we also had the box fan, in the <laughs> and don't forget we're eating on Friday. <laughs> yeah, we had the box fan in the ceiling, Steve. I mean, in the attic, yeah. and um, would it work? Well, it, it, sort of, but you, we would literally have to install it. And then my, my dad bought one from like the forties, and it weighed five hundred pounds. So I'd have to go up into the attic with him in July to install this damn thing. And I guess maybe. It was probably like you in Norway. Like, maybe it made a difference yeah. of, of one or two degrees. Uh, but the, the process by which we had to actually put the thing in was such a pain in the ass. And you just get so hot and sweaty while you're doing it. Like, I'm sure this is helping. Like Do you guys ever have or, or have a friend who had, like, an attic fan? Yes. Yeah. That's what this was. Oh, yeah. that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, 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 man. I had a friend of mine, Bubba. Okay. Uh, and his, when, when they would turn that on in the summertime, it... You thought they had fired up a nuclear yeah, yeah, reactor. Yeah. Uh, where was the switch? Do you remember? I don't remember where it was. It was like something. I remember just being scared of the fan. Yeah, it was you this know? industrial switch that we had to flip on from some like other room in the so house. It was like Frankenstein, you know, like <laughs> yeah. with a handle on it. It's alive! It's alive! Anyone hear it? <laughs> That wall would start to vibrate a little bit. It, it's almost like a prop. It's almost like you're turning on a Cessna. Yeah. But that. It's They're effective, though. Nick, uh, my dad would quietly walk throughout the house in the middle of the night and turn all the air conditioners off. Uh, (laughs) So we would all wake up sweating. I would have stabbed him. We did. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Absolutely. Because no one ever woke up. You just woke up sweating. So, like, he was very quiet when he walked around the house and turned the air conditioners off. Was he, like, on wires coming in from the ceiling? (laughs) I'll tell you this. That does speak to the point, though. The difficulty is in the actual getting to sleep. Once you're yes. asleep, you sort of you sort of level off. It's that process of tossing <laughs> and turning and getting comfortable enough to fall asleep. So there was a method to his madness, no matter how cruel it was. All right, and then there's one last uh, tip <clears throat> on this too to keeping cool, beating the summer heat. And this one is make some menthol tea. Ooh, oh, menthol tea. Uh, the organic compound. Hold that heat stroke, gum gum. <laughs> I'm going to make some menthol tea. Menthol tea. Well, I do that. The The organic compound menthol triggers protein sensory receptors in our mouth that make us feel cold. Mm. So I guess that's why uh, the menthol cigarettes were called cools. Yeah. You know, my mother smoked cools. Uh, So foods that contain menthol, such as mint, tarragon, basil, and oregano. Do they recommend you smoke menthol cigarettes? Offer a cooling sensation. (laughs) Smoke lots of menthol cigarettes. Smoke up. You'll feel great. I bought a pack of cigarettes yesterday. Uh, what? Yeah, I did. Well, because Fish is going to be playing. Casey, I smoke 
at concerts, no. all right, Kathy? No. I didn't know this. What? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know what's no. going to happen? Trey's going to look at you. <laughs> yes. He's going to see you from the stage, and you're going to feel bad about yourself. It, it happened, it happened with me. Yeah. Take the lesson from Preston. <laughs> Neil Peart clearly saw me smoking a joint, and I was only 16. we got to stop the concert here for a second. We're Canadian. We don't approve of pot, and this young man here is clearly sparking up. Or total you ever want to be a drummer, son? <laughs> <laughs> I should have bought menthols, is, is what I'm saying. No, you yeah. shouldn't have bought what them at cigarettes? all. What the hell oh, is wrong you. with you? should have stolen them. Is that what you're saying, Kath? Casey, Hi. give me that pack of cigarettes right stop now. It, stop it. Is right it? now. Just say you, you, you and your friend, you got your jackets mixed up like in the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, oregano tea might not be particularly palatable. Casey just drinks some menthol tea while you're there. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Uh, put a chili glass of mint iced tea on a hot day. Oh, but a chili glass of mint iced tea on a hot day can be quite tasty and refreshing. Uh, it's, cool beverages. It's the perfect accompaniment to an enjoyable afternoon on the back deck, watching the kids frolic in the yard and garnish it with a sprig of crushed yeah! <laughs> For even more cool deliciousness. Your friggin' frolicking is driving me nuts. I can't eat my menthol cigarette. Stop it with the frolicking. With the frolicking and the yap and the laughing and the giggling and the running. Stop it. All right. Uh, those are your tips. I, the there are actually some valid ones. The one there. I like most? Yeah. Uh, freeze your pillow case. Yeah. Well, or, your, or your pillow. You also found out anyway. about the husk pillow. Well, are you, are, you, are you going to look into that? Yeah, actually, I think I will. Kathy? The buckwheat yeah. husk and uh, and also the uh, the uh, basement to upper floors uh, ventilation thing. Your like basement that. really gets substantially colder because oh, of the, yeah. the cold air descending? Much, much uh. cooler down there. Much, much cooler. All right, uh, and that's all we're going to give you for now. Those are your tips, and it is going to be heating up. The next couple of days are very, very hot. Today's high of about 93 or so. Uh, getting up to 97 Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday, probably 99 to 100 degrees, somewhere in that range. So, so a real deal fun. heat wave. Yep. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. The Bizarre Files coming up shortly after that. Uh, our buddy Connor Barwin is stopping. Yeah. Man. We haven't seen Connor in a little while. He's got a really cool event that is coming up on the 23rd that you should be a part of. We'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and probably other places. Football is back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2023 Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Real quick, I would like to thank uh, someone. Uh, Rachel Ritter is her name. And I met her this weekend down Rachel Ritter. at the shore. And uh, she gave me this note and it says, my friend Lindsay and I, Love your show. We listen to you guys every morning, but uh, only for a short time and really early, 6.30 to 7, (laughs) due to our commutes. Uh, We work at a preschool in New Jersey, and we heard you say that you needed this shirt. So here it is, and enjoy. So this is from Rachel Ritter and Lindsay Mueller. It is from Stranger Things. 
the Hellfire Club T-shirt. Oh it's my awesome. God. I yeah. didn't notice that. You didn't notice this? No. Uh, and it's actually the full-length sleeves and everything. I had Love to roll it. them up because it's so hot out there. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I had to wear it right away. I'm yeah. like, yes, absolutely. I would love that. We were just talking about the other day, Steve. We all wanted to get this shirt. Oh, absolutely. It's the Hellfire Club, if you're not familiar. is the Dungeons & Dragons Club in this season of Stranger Things. Yeah. And everyone loves it. Uh, and uh, that's a great shirt, Preston. So Rachel Ritter and Lindsay Mueller, you guys didn't have to do that, but I love, 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 love it. So thank you so much. That is really sweet. That was really, really nice. So it's a very cool thing that happened over the weekend. All right, a reminder, we have uh, Tattoos Day, your chance to win a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo. $350 gift certificate from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So text word teacher. No, not teacher. We finished that a while back. I mean, you can Text you word tattoo. <laughs> two three nine three three three. Do it, yeah. And nothing will happen if you do the teachers. Yeah, I mean, it's a heat wave. We're not thinking clearly. Oh, delirious over here. Absolutely. All right. So let's get you on board. And while you're doing that, we'll do this. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Brought to you this morning by Red Robin. Hungry for a juicy gourmet burger with bottomless steak fries and a nice cold beer from Red Robin? We'll enjoy your yummy at your local Red Robin today. Red Robin, yum. Mm. All right, so maybe you guys saw this messed up story out of Florida. An elderly woman was killed by two alligators in a pond near her home. Officials in Sarasota County said... Uh, this happened late Friday. Officials said the alligators grabbed her after she fell into the water. Whoa. I, they, they couldn't, it couldn't get worse. Two of them. The woman was seen falling into a pond along the course at the Boca Royale Golf and Country Club in Inglewood. Uh, the woman struggled to stay afloat before two nearby alligators grabbed her. Uh, the woman was pronounced dead at the scene. Authorities have since captured the alligators. They've removed them from the pond. This is not the first alligator-related death this year. In June, a person was killed after an alligator pulled them into a pond in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Weeks earlier, a 47-year-old man was found dead in a gator-filled lake that was discovered to be missing three limbs. Uh, The animals have been spotted multiple times in the southeast in recent months, and two were even seen as far north as Wisconsin. Wisconsin alligators. Uh, Though they have often gained national attention. Uh, alligator bites are relatively rare. In 2021, the commission said that the state had averaged eight unprovoked bites per year that required serious medical attention over the last 10 years. So uh, Florida golf courses that all have like water traps and things of that nature. Do they uh, occasionally check them for gators? I would think so. And remove them? I don't know if they remove them or not, but right next to where my mom and sister live, uh, there's there's a golf course adjacent to their property. Yeah. And there's a gator. He's been hanging out there this year. I've, ah. got, I've got pictures of him. And so, yeah, I don't know. I would not play that course. What you can do about it, but nonetheless, be careful. Uh, here's a story out of Connecticut. Police arrested a New Haven man for allegedly pointing a gun at customers after they didn't say thank you when he held the door open for them. He's <laughs> kind of into his manners, isn't he? Joshua Murray had held the door open for two female customers outside a family dollar store. A witness reported Murray was upset after not receiving a thank you, leading him to point his firearm at them. Say thank you. Uh, Murray. Say thank you. Did not have a, per- thank you. a permit for the gun, which is a felony. And police responded to the scene. They located Murray about a half mile away where he interfered with the arresting officers. No one was injured at the original incident or during the arrest. Good morning. Say good morning back. 
Uh, Murray was charged with carrying a pistol without a permit, two counts of breach of peace in the second degree, and interfering with a police officer. Uh, sounds like the classic lit fuse. Yeah. Uh, this is a pretty wild story, man. A West Virginia woman has awoken after a two-year coma and identified her brother as her attacker. Isn't that wild? Wanda Palmer accused her brother of attacking her at a residence near Cottageville, West Virginia, in June of 2020. Police say that Palmer was attacked, hacked, and left for dead. Police say they found Palmer in an upright position on her couch, uh, and uh, she was uh, severely injured, and the injuries were caused by what appeared to be a hatchet or an axe. Jackson County Sheriff Ross Mellinger said that when police arrived, they thought that she was dead. They soon realized afterwards she was still alive and breathing shallowly. Police never recovered the weapon. Uh, One witness reported seeing Palma's brother, Daniel, on her porch around midnight the night before that she was discovered. There were no phone records, surveillance video footage, or eyewitnesses outside of Palmer's home. So... Police investigated several people, and they could never file charges. A couple of weeks ago, Mellinger said that his office got a call from Palmer's care facility saying that she was able to speak to authorities. Palmer was able to answer only yes or no questions, but provided enough testimony for police to arrest Daniel. Daniel Palmer was arrested and charged with attempted murder and malicious wounding on Friday. Uh, Wanda Palmer is now coherent. She is unable to hold full-length conversations. But they were able to get enough info from her. I wonder what this is going to be like in court, trying to prove this, right? I know, yeah, it might be tough. Yeah. It might be hard because she's obviously, you know, been damaged and been in a coma and right. all that stuff. But we'll see where this goes. If they can get just a smidge more evidence, maybe they can get them. A British man is dead and a woman believed to be his partner severely injured after what has been described as a sex game went horribly wrong. Oh, I, don't you hate that when your sex games go horribly wrong? A chambermaid... <laughs> At a luxury hotel in Florence, Italy, raised the alarm after the British woman, who was covered in cuts and bruises, begged for her help. Oh, my God. Paramedics rushed to the four-star hotel Continental in central Florence, and the woman was taken to a hospital where she's reportedly in a serious but stable condition. So, an Italian newspaper, La Nazione, reports along the among the hypotheses that still have to be confirmed by the investigators is that a quarrel between the two tourists, which culminated in violence. Yet the hypothesis of an erotic game that ended badly is not excluded. Other guests at the hotel were already said to have contacted the reception desk about shouting and banging coming from the couple's room. The 40-year-old British man who died is understood to have suffered a seizure while taking part in a sex game with his 43-year-old partner. Were there tools and sex implements used, or was you know it just simply rough sex? They didn't say in this particular story. A local police source said... There was that, a paint mixer in the room. Uh, the people involved are both British, and at the moment they said, we are working on two theories, an erotic game that went wrong or some sort of domestic argument, but the general direction is that of the erotic game. I'll pretend I'm Prince Andrew, you pretend to... Gary Coleman. Uh, the man... <laughs> Go on. I like it. The man described... He it in my face. Ah. <laughs> Is that what happened? Uh-huh. That's what pushed him over the her over the edge. He it in my face. <laughs> it's going to make anyone upset. <laughs> I said present, pretend you're Gary Coleman, not fart in my face. He it in my face. He did. Uh, so they said that, uh, 
<laughs> the man described by the Daily Mail as an amateur league rugby player was found with a series of cuts, bruises, and other injuries on his body. Wow. And so was the woman, although she was more seriously hurt, and the man appears to have had some sort of seizure. And he farted in my <laughs> <laughs> Not the way Chuck Berry does. She said there is, the uh, the police said there is blood in the room and the forensic teams were working there at the moment. While Harder! The, while the woman. <laughs> there you go. Has been taken to the hospital for treatment. He farted in my face. <laughs> the names of the two victims are not likely to be released until the investigation <laughs> is concluded. Uh, the Hotel Continental is uh, described by TripAdvisor as the place to see and be seen. A catwalk for fashion and desire. In Isn't the that heart, where Hitman In the heart of Florence. That's the Continental. Yeah. Which is pretty close to it. Yeah. yeah. So, All right. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right. Let us take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get Connor Barwin in here just a little bit. Should be in our Acme Lounge shortly. And uh, we'll say hello and get things rolling. So make sure you hang out with us. We won't be gone long. Why talk on the phone? Just text MMR at 39333. Send requests, comments, or text songs for what we're playing 24-7. The MMR short code. Always open, never busy. 39333. Don't you guys think that if we all did what our next guest does, that uh, the world would be like in... uh, Willy Wonka when he opens up the door to the chocolate room. Right, yeah. And it's just like Come magical. Come with me. Yes. Come with me to a world with Connor Barwin. That, I, and yeah, there would be a theme song to go yeah, with yeah. it, too. Um, he's uh, the president of the Make the World Better Foundation. Ladies and gentlemen, Connor Barwin yeah. is Thank here you. with us this morning. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Good to see all of you. You, too. It's been a little while since we've seen you, and you have... Uh, You've kind of trimmed down a little bit. You look really good and everything. Thank you. I think you all look like you've trimmed down a little bit and look good. Well, um, thanks, man. But I've lost probably too much weight. I've lost <laughs> like 40 pounds since I stopped playing. I'm trying to cut it off because right. I'm being too skinny. But yeah. yeah what are you just, doing? More cardio, less weights? Probably just eating a lot less than I used to. That's when it. I played, I always had to work to keep the weight on. I was drinking two or three protein shakes a day. And then I don't work. I mean, used to work out two hours a day. Now it's like I ride my bike when I can. Right. That's about it. How much wow. is it a problem for, for athletes when as soon as they retire because they don't adjust their eating habits that they just automatically put on a lot of pounds? Well, in, in my experience, it either goes one of two ways. Okay. You see a lot of guys kind of in the same boat as me where they've always had to work to keep the weight on. And so as soon as they're done, it comes off pretty quickly. And then you see the opposite, guys that have to, you know, have trouble keeping the weight down while they play. And then yeah. when they're done, they gain a bunch of weight. Didn't you say, was it Harriman's who's uh, dumped some weight Harriman's as well? Harriman's. Uh, a few people. Also, uh, Runyon is down quite a bit. Like, it's, it's yeah. pretty crazy. But, uh, you know, Harriman's was always... A fit, trim offensive lineman, but uh, I think he he's gone pretty. I don't know if he's a full vegan or anything like that, but uh, at least mm. well, well, do you, you do you guys hang out? You yeah, and yeah. Okay. Todd's doing great. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, I, I see Todd every couple months, and he's lost some weight and looks good. You forget how humongous Todd <laughs> yeah. Harriman is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, he's like six seven. He is yeah. a, still yeah. he's lost weight, but he's a huge person. Yeah, yeah. It, it is wild though when you see, uh, especially when you're at that. Uh, you know, it's your 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 body is your is your livelihood, and your 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 sport is very demanding. 
to keep that weight on to like like uh there's a legendary bodybuilder Ronnie Coleman and and they there was a documentary about him when he's at the height of competing the amount of calories he had to take in mind you it's all it was all being combusted and used for the body but Jesus Christ it's like it's like annoying to have to eat that much yeah I hated it during yeah. my career I had to eat so much and and really started to not like eating. So it's been really nice to, <laughs> to wow. enjoy it. To enjoy it again. Yeah. You know who's loving eating, apparently, is uh, Leonard Fournette. He's running back for the uh, Buccaneers, and I just read that he's like uh, 260 pounds right now, and the coaches are not happy about that. But, like, uh, I-, I don't know if... Uh, listen, like, like Steve is saying, your body is your temple. That That is your office, right? Yeah. And, and you have to clean your office and make sure everything's, you know, but... But there are also people that are judging you, you know, the front office and your trainers and the staff and all that sort the of stuff. Yeah, and <laughs> that, 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 that story makes me think of there are definitely, though, freaks in the NFL. Yeah. For instance, a familiar name in Philly is Jason Peters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I played with him for a number of years. He used to come into camp and he would drop like 30 or 40 pounds. Jesus. During camp? In, in, a couple weeks. Yeah. Wow. And then he would be, you know, the best offensive lineman in the league. But it was, I mean, some guys in the league can do this kind of thing where they can drop weight very quickly. Right. Or they can gain. And, you know, I used to be able to gain 10 or 15 pounds in a week or two. You know, Connor's the best thing is, is when people like that eventually hit that point when they can't, we all laugh at them. Because well, it's like, ha Yeah, that's, that's, I don't know what Jason Peters looks like right now, but, you know, yeah. he used to be able to lose it when he had to play football. Right, right. I remember meeting him uh, at a golf outing a few years back. I was like, oh my, of course, yeah, you're, you're a behemoth. Uh, you must be a chess player. I also, uh, for the first time, met Brian Dawkins back in November, and it was interesting because that guy, so you, you were talking, you know, like one of two ways, and I think that, you know, when you're a professional athlete, some guys are, are in shape because they have to be, and then other guys are in shape because they want to be. And he was the type of guy who wanted to be in shape. And he's bigger today, not in a fat way, but in a muscular way. And he's like, no, I couldn't play at this weight. You know, he's like, for, for what he needed to do and for what he wanted to accomplish and be as fast as he was uh, off to the ball, uh, he couldn't weigh what he weighs now, right? Yeah, you're right. There's the, there's the third way I didn't talk about, and there's the guys that just get bigger and stronger, and mm-hmm. Dawkins looks like he could still play and be a linebacker. <laughs> That's and kind of amazing. It pisses you off. There's people, just wow. people naturally uh, inclined to that. So. Well, it, it pisses me off. Listen, there are some people are just you know built differently, and some people, like, I go to the gym uh, – because I have to, you know, like not because I I want to. I've got well, your to body's a, your temple. Well, no, no. Listen, I've gotten <laughs> to a point where I don't curse pulling into the gym parking right. lot anymore. You know, before I would avoid it or I curse. I'm like, man, I don't want to be here. Uh, but there are just people out there who just have to. They, you know, because that's that's what they want to do. And and I was really never that person. Yeah. Are, were you ever that person? Well, I, I am. I am still kind of like that. I need, you know, for me, it's riding my bicycle. Like, mm-hmm. I usually ride to work, <laughs> and I need some type of exercise to, so just get me, to just get me going. It's like natural caffeine, and then I'm usually good for the rest Wanna of the day. Want to do a 65-mile ride on Sunday? No, I don't do that. That's, that's <laughs> a little too far. Triple digits. Make sure you stay hydrated. Yeah. yeah. Did you yep. ride your bike to work every day when you were the birds? It was most days, right? Yeah, most days. You know, not in the winter, um, but usually in the off-season every day. And cool. How often did you take the subway? Every once in a while. Uh, speaking of the subway, I used to love, this is a weird take, but I used to love taking the bus um, instead of the subway. Okay. Because, you know, both both of them I like because it's literally somebody driving you to work. Right, right? yeah, That's yeah. how I used to view it. Mm-hmm. But the bus. Now, once through the park. <laughs> the bus, 
your phone worked the whole time. It jammed up and it's gotten better, but on the bus you never had to worry about. It. So you could okay. like you know twenty five minute ride, check your emails, whatever. And <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you like to pull the cord to tell them <laughs> when to stop. But that's a city bus. You, you know, I did kind of, I did kind of like yeah. to pull the cord. <laughs> thing, yeah. Ding ding. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, we're we're here to talk about multiple things, but I definitely want to make sure that we get on the fact that the uh, Make the World Better Foundation. Uh, has the benefit concert, and it's this weekend, right? Yeah, Saturday at the Dell, uh, and Japanese Breakfast is headlining the show, who she is an absolute rock star right now, so can't wait. Yeah, yeah you, so- have, you have a really, uh, you have a, a cool sense of, of music, Connor. I've seen what you get into and stuff like that, and you, you listen to all kinds of, uh, like, indie bands and stuff like that, right? Yeah, it's mostly indie bands, and it all, you know, I, didn't gr- I grew up in Detroit listening to, like, Eminem and hip-hop, mm-hmm. and it all started when my NFL career started in Houston, so... You know, you actually have a lot of free time when you play in the NFL, believe it or not, especially (laughs) compared to college. And so there was this small room, kind of similar size to Union Transfer, and I used to just go see shows there. It was called Fitzgerald's, and that's where I got introduced to kind of all these indie bands, and I've been listening to them and going to shows ever since, and that's kind of where my taste of music comes from. I'm going to play a little bit of of Japanese Breakfast, So, and and by the way, the concert is, where is it going to be on Saturday? At the Dell, which is in East Fairmont Park. It's an amazing venue uh, in Philadelphia. All right, here's a little bit of Japanese Breakfast. Let's give you a flavor if you're not familiar. in the edit there. booking these bands too or are you doing that part of it um i work in partnership with sean agnew from okay. uh, r5 productions he runs union transfer so he's been doing it with me since our first show with kurt vile this she did this on saturday night live did she not yeah this she is the first song they did yes yeah, so she did the season finale on saturday night live like six weeks ago she did another song too that's cool I went to the show, I guess, three summers ago, Connor, um, and it was um, a Strand of Oaks and, and uh, Future Days, right? Future Islands. Future, yeah. I'm sorry, Future Islands. Um, it's such a cool venue. It, if you've never been to the Dell, it's a great, like, if it's sort of like a man type of a vibe, outdoor venue, uh, just on the other side of the river, essentially, from the man. Uh, from the man. Yeah, exactly. The history is it was the man before right. the man was built, and this, it's a city-owned venue. You know, all of our concerts go to Philadelphia Parks and Rec's facility. This one will benefit Vera Rec Center in southwest Philly. But the city, you know, revital or rebuilt it kind of 10, 15 years ago, and it's a 5,000-cap outdoor venue that's it's overlooking, awesome. you know, the Schuylkill River and the woods. It's yeah. absolutely beautiful. It's a cool vibe. I mean, it, like, it, and it feels like uh, kind of like the man when you're walking around there and yep. the bars are sort of at the top. And, uh, uh, you know, you get a nice night in Philadelphia. It's a great place to go see yeah. a show. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be hot, but it's going to be a nice night. And... Yeah. If you're coming, there's free parking. Which, oh, yeah. When can you oh, go Jesus, and not that's, pay for parking? That's a, that's a big thing. Listen, you've got a whole bunch of things working in your uh, favor, not the least of which is the free parking. But the, the, like shows like this are, you know, for people um, like, who were like you, you know, who just kind of want to sample what's out there. It's like a good Whitman sampler of curated music. And uh, it's kind of become the thing now. I mean, the, the event is the event. Obviously, the charity and what you're doing with it. And explain to people what the modus operandi is of the organization because I think it's such a wonderful one. Yeah, so so quickly, we MTWB was started with the belief that, you know, every kid deserves a safe place to play and there's all kinds of parks in the city that 
you know, are kind of not up to those standards. Right. So we go in and work and partner directly with the community and work with them to kind of reimagine what they want that space to look like for everyone in the neighborhood. And then we and then we actually rebuild it. And it's it's a multi-year process that takes time. Uh, this this concert will benefit benefit Vare in Grace Ferry, um, which we've been there a couple of years, but construction has started and it'll be done next fall. It's a twenty million dollar project. <laughs> well, we've seen before and afters of what you have been able to pull off with the, your endeavors. It's amazing. There's something so sad about a park that's in disarray, and, and you know it just shouldn't. You know, uh, but you're right that it all begins in at least for for kids to have a, a place where they can go and and be safe we hope and have a good experience and and you know social skills and all that stuff it all forms down at the park 100% and and we we do it for kids and older people and, right. and everybody try right. to make it accessible for everybody and i and i grew up at the park like i used to wake up and run to the freaking park and yeah, just yeah. Be there all yeah. day and that's what kids that's what kids want to do and so they should have a safe place to go yeah and if you build it they will come i mean that it's it's the reality of it all is is if you put something there then they then people are going to use it right <laughs> I mean, look at what happened in our parking lot, right? So in our parking lot, they built a, a basketball court, right? For like, you know, it, I don't know if it was for the people that work in this building or whatever, but people are using it. You the know, amount some... of successful drug deals that go down there <laughs> is astonishing. No, no. And, and they didn't have a place to go sell meth before. No. 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 <laughs> no. We're going to need Connor to make that a better place. Yes. You need to work on our part. No, they they, they put in. Well, they should have talked to you, Casey, before they did it. That's, that's the point here. Uh, exactly. We don't just build the basketball court without talking to anybody. <laughs> By the way, at the event, besides uh, Japanese breakfast, there's a couple other acts on the bill as well. Right? Yeah, Kate LeBond is going to start, and then Yola Tango, who's like, you know, been around forever um, in the indie scene. So very excited. Speaking about uh, kids having a, a, a place to go, how, how's your family? You've got two, right? Good, yeah. One of the two, ages? Two angels. I got a one-year-old daughter named Vera, and my son is four-year-old named Wes, and they are doing awesome. And my son just started uh, camp this week. And wow. I picked him up yesterday and <laughs> kind of didn't know what was going to happen, and he, and he had a great time. <laughs> how, so, how long was the camp? It's just a day camp for, okay. for two weeks. All right, cool. So I never grew up going to camp like this. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, and he started yesterday and had a great time. How, a exa- bit of, how exhausted was he when he got home? Pretty, pretty tired. Pretty tired. <laughs> it's the best part of camp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now go to sleep. Speaking yeah. of, uh, of camp, training camp starts soon. What, what is your uh, uh, role with the Eagles? Well, I'm the director of player development now. Um, it's my third year. So I retired, I, I guess, four years ago and then kind of started helping right away and then been fully on staff for three years. Now this will be the fourth season. So uh, I'm working with all our guys to try to – Make sure they keep learning how to get better. You know, even even at you know as professionals, there's something to be said for always learning how to get better, and that's really you know my role. Is that people. fulfilling for you? Is that you, yeah? I, it's gotta I be right. Love it. I feel you, like really? The person. Yeah. yeah. You that's seem awesome. like you seem like a connected guy, altruistic, a, a good vibe about you. Obviously, again, you're not coming from a place where there's this guy from I don't know where the hell he come. You, you're here. You've known. You've lived in the realm. So that uh, I assume they respond quicker to you than they might an outsider. Well, I think, one, I have credibility because, you know, I played for yeah. a long time. And then, you know, I do help. You know, it's, it's it's a unique place to play football here. And so I've lived here and been in the city for a long right. time. And, you know, I know the fans well. So I try to help guys understand where they're playing and who they're playing for. Um, but, yeah, it's it's great to work with these guys and try to help them have good careers. That's awesome. Are you sort of like a guidance counselor would be at school? I mean, like you have one-on-one meetings with them or is it? You know, you sit down with four or five of them at a time or the whole 
Oh, I definitely more targeted one-on-one. I mean, there is some times where I talk to, to groups of them, um, but there is some mentoring that takes place, but then All there's right. some more kind of broad management stuff that takes place as well. Okay. Connor, did you see uh, A Hustle, the Adam Sandler movie? I did, I did. I, I thought that they described Philly fans really well. You know, they sh- they talked about how, like, in, in a kind and loving way, how awful they can be, and that they're harsh. <laughs> they Like, they, they take the sports seriously, but that makes them, in part, the best fans in the world. Yeah, I, w- I would totally say they are the best best fans in the world and i think it's because of how hard they are like that's what you want if you're really a competitor <laughs> that's what you want yeah. you, know, you guys on earth you want people that criticize and hold you to the highest standard if you if you want to be the best yeah. i think that's what you get in philly and speaking of hustle if you see that movie the playground that they play at oh. is one that MTWB did. No, Smith no, playground no. In South with Philly. Dr. J. Yeah, that's well, it. That's we did that playground in 2017. We opened. That's it. awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Very oh. cool. And they yep. didn't put you in the movie, even though it was your playground. <laughs> no, they didn't. But also, Federal Donuts got to give them a shout out because obviously everybody's seen the sweater he's yeah. wearing, yeah. and Federal Donuts is awesome, and they're sponsoring our concert oh, cool. uh, Saturday with Japanese breakfast. So Excellent. shout out to Federal Donuts. Wow. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know. And you know what? And I remember looking at that park in particular. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of, everything looked new. It was like, you know, like blue. I, I just remember yeah, seeing it. Yeah, The courts yeah. are blue and red. Yeah. And it's, it's not even that new. I mean, we did it five years ago. Well, it we looks, it. Yeah. it's lasting. Well, it's because we asked people what they wanted. <laughs> right. And now, uh-huh. they take care of it. And right. It. Exactly. Not like here in the parking lot, but uh, they're they're trying. They're trying to fix that one. All I right. didn't realize that that was, oh, there's Tobias Harris. We're watching, uh, uh, and that the was, scene. The, yeah, that was really, really cool watching that movie, seeing all, I mean, not just the Philadelphia 76ers, but like, all, you know, all the local, you know, like you saw Pat Croce and Anthony Gargano and like all yeah. these people that, that, Jay Wright, you know, Jay Wright, all these people from Philly. You're like, oh my yep. God. And I think uh, Sam, Sandler's line it was like, "You're going to love Philadelphia, the greatest sports fan in the world." <laughs> Actually, they're the worst, right. which makes them great, right, right. you know, something like that. I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I think you just summed it all up." Right there. That's it. Exactly. Um, so, uh, how about getting tickets for this event, Connor? How, what's the best way to do it? You can go to our website, mtwb.org, but the easiest way is just search Japanese Breakfast. You okay, know, and it's on, they're on Ticketmaster. There's I think it's 5,000 cap. I think we've sold about 4,500 tickets, so there's some left, so get them this weekend. You get up on stage and talk a little bit or do anything like that? You know, I very briefly, I'll get up and talk before Japanese Breakfast goes, um, just to kind of, because half the people there won't even know this is a benefit concert. They're just fans of Japanese Breakfast, uh, or maybe more than half, so we at least mm-hmm. try to tell them, you know, how special it is that they're supporting this this show. But other than that, we make it run like a, like a normal concert. Yeah, that's Has the anybody, way to do it. Anybody ever asked you to be a part of musically of the show any of those bands ever said come on get up and you know shake a tambourine or uh yeah they have and i've I've tried forever to do it and i'm just not good at it but there will be a couple special guests Ah. with japanese breakfast you know you could probably think about it and figure it out but it's going to be pretty cool awesome excellent well listen thanks for stopping by man you're still doing wonderful things and we we greatly appreciate it here thank you thank you for having me all right so Ladies and gentlemen, the Make the World Better Foundation benefit concert is going on 7 o'clock Saturday, Dell Music Center. And uh, like Connor was saying, you can go to mtwb.org, get the info there, info there, or go to PrestonSteve.com. We'll have the information posted as well. Congratulations. Thanks for coming by, man. Thank you, guys. Connor awesome. Barwin. Yeah. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. 
93.3 WMMR formally invites you to the first in our summer series of Real Rock Righteousness. It's Tracky Bam Bam, Rob Zombie's Freaks on Parade Tour, with Mudvayne, Static X, and Power Man 5000. It's coming to the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion Friday, July 29th. Yeah! Listen every night this week for my prize coffee it up, and you could grab a primo pair of the best seats in the house, including passes to rock in the air-conditioned VIP room, with some free drinks, and access to those swanky VIP bathrooms. You can grab your tickets now from Ticketmaster, but the only way to win your way in is with me on 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. All right, how you feeling this morning? You know what, listen, I ate uh, like a garbage truck over the weekend, and I feel... Um, Every bit of it, right? So, it, but I don't have to have a minute uh, before our guest. Yeah, I think yeah, we're yeah. still waiting for him to get on board. Uh, we're going to talk to Bob Kelly, and this is uh, my story has to do with the shore. And Bob's like the king of the shore. He's in fact his events coming up in uh, Atlantic City. Uh, and listen, I I hope you had a wonderful weekend because I don't want to brag. <laughs> yeah, I had a fan freaking tastic weekend. You did. And I don't want to rub this in anybody's faces. Every now and then, I get an email from somebody. If we just listen, I talk about crappy things in my life. Too, yeah, yeah. But I do need to talk. I, I want to tell you, I had one of the greatest weekends this weekend. Did it, you it, hop in your Learjet and uh, like Kylie I took Jenner? Like a fifteen minute flight. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, cool. no. But I my weekend started off as strong as it possibly could. Wow. I had a series of great things happen. That's and, pretty awesome. And I just want to—I want to be able to remember that every now and then things do go wonderfully Is well. This inspirational? Uh, probably not. Oh. No, but I had a, so I. My best friend came in town. Okay, okay so that's great. Right, and his wife came in. I met up with him on Friday. I left here for work, and then I, we met up and we played golf at um, at uh, Cape May National Golf Club. I shot the greatest round of golf of my life. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Ever. I shot my lowest score, yeah. I shot a 74. Wow. And uh, I, I have shot a 74 before, but I shot it on a, uh, a par 70 uh, course. This is a par 71, so this is technically a stroke better. So I shot a 74. My best friend's in town. I play golf with him, and that I did it with him was very, very special. So I shot a 74. The next morning, I woke up. Actually had sex. What? With, with your best friend? friend? With oh. my best friend. He watched me and my uh, wife. Had listen, sex. before yeah. this, I didn't even think about this, but I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. And then. <laughs> I want to keep this golf thing going. <laughs> yeah. And then I played a gig with Five Times Famous at Mudhen. Uh-huh. Wow. So I got, to, I got to play in a rock show. Wow. And then that night we had dinner and drank and had an awesome time and then went to the beach on Sunday and it was just like one of those one glorious one thing after another well you're old like, that every now and then it's going wonderfully so uh, it's awesome oh it was just magic. but the table and what was, was set with your with your golf game on Friday on Friday yeah. was that the absolute highlight though but even besides the sex uh, because that's just one hole in one yeah you're right you're right uh yeah, just one. <laughs> yeah, well, there but, you go. But anyway, uh, then you birdied. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but yes, the golf that was a big deal. 
Yeah. It was a big deal. Like, the, when the, the last 74 I shot was, was like, four years ago or something like that. So That's pretty that amazing. Again, I was pretty damn stoked and, and very, very happy about it. So, I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I hope some orphans learn English from another country, but that wasn't as cool as these. Please. Well, there, there are people out there helping people out, and that's what our next guest is here to talk about, and he has... Uh, the Kelly's Kids Christmas in July event. And it's coming up on the 30th. And it'll be at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. And it's a great event for a great cause. And he's a great guy. Please welcome our friend, Mr. Bob Kelly. Hey! 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 Oh! Good morning, everybody. How are you guys? Nice to see you, Bob, via Zoom this morning. We're doing wonderful. Did you have a great weekend, sir? I just heard your your, your shenanigans over the weekend. I don't know if I can top all that. But uh, I went out to uh, Memories in Margate with the Geeter. Nice. And... uh, Stumbled in at about 4 a.m. Oh, and uh, yeah. that was <laughs> Saturday night into Sunday morning. And Sunday morning, did you have sex with Preston's wife? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did get a hole in one at the mini golf. Oh, so, there you go. go. That's right. pretty good. That's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you and the Geeter hanging out. That's awesome. You guys, you and Jerry, uh, buddies, you, you you get together and hang with them time to time? Yeah, well, you know, Jerry got me started in his crazy business. Wow. You know, I want to say 35 some years ago, maybe as a disc jockey. So we've stayed friends through all those years. He's a great guy. And I love, I love jumping over there. You know, he's playing the records, the 45, he's got the whole crowd going. And it was his 50th anniversary for memories and Margate, 50 years Mm -hmm. of memories and Margate. And uh, we took a big old cake over there and uh, had some fun, but danced and, had a couple drinky winkies this year. <laughs> drinky winkies. Uh, no, that's cool. You know, I, Preston was talking about how you're, you're you're down the shore a lot, and I, I, my wife and I enjoy your Kelly Drives um, show. It's it's on Thursdays, right? At six thirty, right? Right. So we yeah, were Thursday night at six thirty, and I love it. It gives me a chance to drive around, and just that it's at Kelly Drives. I drive around, check out all the happy hours, the new places to eat, new places to get drinks, a lot of stuff down the shore that you really wouldn't normally know about. Um, and I stumble upon this stuff just like just like I show it on the air. I'm walking down a boardwalk, and somebody goes, "Bob Kelly." Next thing you know, I'm in doing a cycle class. Yeah, or, uh, I mean, you know what's coming up soon? The original fudgy wudgy guy on the beach. Yeah, retiring after 50 years. Jeez, 50 years. So that's that's something uh, I just shot the other day. Just I found Where? him on the beach, and bam, we hit. We where, did go on the camera, and off we went. Where did so he start, be- Bob? What, what, which beach was uh, was his first uh, haunt? He was in North Wildwood, oh. right here in North Wildwood. He said ice cream was, they had a big meeting to raise the price to 25 cents that, that when he first started. Right now it's five bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they, they were able to keep that original price. Well, no, that's uh, it's cool. But anyway, we, we, we sort that. of use the, we record these shows because you, there's a lot of great tips and places to visit. So keep them coming. We're enjoying it. Yeah. Thanks. And that's what I, that's what I love. You know, you know, when you're always thinking about where can we go, where can we take the kids? What's a new spot in any of the neighborhoods? I have them all up there on our website and I share them on social media on Facebook as well. So thanks for, thanks for watching and thanks for going in. You know, they're all small businesses. Yeah. I love that. I love helping out the small guys because now more than ever, all these little businesses all need every help they can get to get back on their feet. Absolutely. Nice. Well, listen, Christmas in July. Uh, I already saw some people down the shore this weekend actually getting ready for their own little Christmas in July celebrations. But you got uh, on the 30th the event uh, for the um, uh, the kid, uh, Kelly's Kids Christmas, uh, Hard Rock. And what all is it? Well, first of all, what, what is the uh, the nonprofit? Tell us uh, for those who aren't familiar. 
Right. So Kelly's Kids, I started that with my son. Uh, he was treated at a local children's hospital when he was eight months old. Uh, we had to rush him down to AI DuPont. And we were there for about two days. And, you know, and if anybody has kids, you know, your world just comes to an end when your child's in the hospital. And um, I said a prayer in the chapel that if I could just bring him home, I promise that I would create something to give back with the microphone and the camera and the reach that I have. And uh, out of that came Kelly's, Kelly's Kids. It turns out he was allergic to the formula uh, at the time. Uh So that was how that ended. All good. We changed the formula. He's good to go. He's 10 and a half running around now. So thank God for that. Um, But I started the charity, Kelly's Kids, to give back to the hospitals. You know, when we were in the hospital, you know, the kids got to sit still for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We can't keep our kids sitting still at home, let alone at a hospital. So we supply toys, distraction items. You'd be surprised at how many um, how many toys they'll go through in a day from the kids that are down there at the hospital. Hmm. Um, and we're doing it by having these events. I started doing my happy hour events from home during COVID, and I've just kept it going. Uh, at the Seaport Pier on Friday nights in North Wildwood, we're doing Christmas in July. Bring a toy. Santa and Mrs. Claus is coming this Friday and next Friday. Uh, the Media Townhouse in Media, PA, Wednesday night happy hours, 5 to 9 along with that dining under the stars, bring a new unwrapped toy for the kids. And then the one I'm really excited about is going to be the Hard Rock uh, Casino. Uh, I love those guys down there. And they gave me the opportunity to come out and we're going to have a happy hour DJ in the lobby bar. Cool. uh, With Frankie Valley. Frankie Valley's there on Saturday night, the 30th. And um, they have, they gave me a couple of autographed guitars from some of the rock bands that have come through there an autographed, um, Uh, something or other from Frankie Valley. I know that four tickets to see Frankie that night. And then they asked me if I would be able to introduce Frankie Valley that evening at the hard rock. So that's going to be pretty cool. I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. Wow. And bring a toy, bring a toy. And if you don't have a toy, you're going to be able to take a chance on all those autographed items that the hard rock has donated uh, to the charity. All right. What kind of toys did anything in particular or just uh, uh, whatever you can bring? Not as long as it's new, okay. a new unwrapped toy. They're not too big on the stuffed animals, believe it or not. That's what I was going to ask animals. about. Yeah, there's uh, there's some toy drives that will that will prefer no stuffed animals, and yeah, they can, yeah. I guess you can see why. But the, now, the, they as long, prefer as long as no stuffed animals. Right, no stuffed animals. However, listen, I'll take whatever you have. Okay, and the stuffed animals. Um, they used to give to the outpatient kids. So maybe the kids are at home and they come in for cancer or chemo treatments, you know, once or twice a week. They're taking that stuffed animal home with them. Um, the stuffed animals can't stay in the hospital. But from G.I. Joe's to cars, think of what a kid would want to play with to keep them busy. You know what the big thing is? Bubbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bubbles? <laughs> bubbles. Yeah. Keep the kids busy. And while they're doing bubbles is when they'll give them their needle or um, put the IV in because it's it's a distraction item. Okay. What about things like uh, like uh, uh, video games or or uh, you know uh, handheld video games or things of that nature? Is that that all acceptable as well? well they do have different video gaming systems in there. The um, what is it? The uh, the Xbox, right? The PlayStation. Um, so that's something. Yeah. If, if you have some games or you have a, you know a new system or an old system. Those guys will check it out. They'll clean it up, and maybe they put that in the uh, in the community room cool. where all the kids can use that. All right, nice. And besides that, Bob, what else you you do? All kinds of appearances uh, in Wildwood and North Wildwood. What do, you, what do you got going on this summer? 
Well, this summer, I'm actually off this week, um, but I'll, I'll be at the media townhouse on Wednesday. Um, I have my son, Austin, with me. We, uh, we Yesterday, we did some golfing. We went out on a boat. Today, we're going to go to Cape May and that rail park. I don't know if you guys seen this yet. It's an old railroad, abandoned railroad track, and they have these cars where you can sit in and you pedal it, and it goes from one end of the railroad you know, track to the other. That's pretty it's cool. an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that today. Um, maybe go over to Diamond Beach later on tonight. But I like popping around, checking out all the new stuff. Nice. Uh, and we decided to just stay here at the shore for this week and just keep it local. That's Enjoy. nice. Some awesome. All right, we'll make you know, sure. Real quick, some of the other drop-off spots. So maybe yeah. you can't make it to any of those places. Uh, Via Veneto Pizza in Norristown is a, is a spot that will accept toys. The Platinum House of Sweets, the bakery in Turnersville, uh, Kenny's Florist in Media, the Wonder World of Toys in Marlton, and Nan and Pops in Wildwood. And, guys, I know you're down here. This coming Saturday, Wildwood Crest is having a Christmas in July right along that Sunset Lake. And I'm going to be out there with uh, Jameson right there by the, by the Yacht Club out on the, uh, out on the grass collecting toys. So bring the family by. It's a great event over there in the Crest. Yeah, we'll come by for sure and drop something off for you, Bob. And Santa is going to be there. No, Santa! I know Santa! Santa! <laughs> nice. All right, well, listen, uh, all the information, uh, kellyskidsevents.org. And kids is spelled with a Z, by the way. So kellyskidsevents.org. We'll post about it here at uh, PrestonandSteve.com. Ah! Oh, there it is. Oh, yes. <laughs> Very exciting. Excellent. All right, good luck with everything, Bob. Good to talk to you, man. Guys, thank you so much for the opportunity. Hope to see you guys at the shore. Have a great rest of the summer. Bob Kelly. And uh, yeah, it's a cool thing. Yeah, there were um, there were you, you could see the Christmas decorations uh, getting put in place. So this is a big thing. It's a big thing. It's okay. a thing. Yeah, so. it's a thing. Yeah. And do they ever mention um, Santa's wife's name? Oh, oh. Do you mean Annabelle? Annabelle. <laughs> Annabelle. Where was I? There, I saw something about. Annabelle this weekend. It was maybe the murderous doll, or it's or no, no. It was something completely different, and obviously, I thought of Bill immediately. But Annabelle, Annabelle, (laughs) Annabelle. (laughs) Santa's got to (laughs) go. I saw somebody asking. uh, Maybe it was on Twitter. I don't remember, but asking. Uh, the origins of Santa's Gotta Go and I Need You to Stop Talking, <laughs> which is one of our newest newest favorites. Uh, and um, I Need You to Stop Talking. That was the Gary Lauer yeah, one, right? Gary, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Gary, I need you to stop talking <laughs> and listen to, listen to me. Yeah. I need you to stop talking and listen to me. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of toys, as Bob was a moment ago, uh, five years after it filed for bankruptcy and a year and a half after it closed, its last two physical stores... Um, the to- Toys R Us is going to be making a comeback oh. uh, for the holiday season. Is it, uh, it's through Macy's? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they announced that, uh, Macy's, uh, that all, that Toys R Us will open shops inside every Macy's store in the U.S. by mid-October. So it'll be a department within Macy's. Yep. Yeah, I like this pairing, though, because uh, I think Macy's has been hurting for years. So um, I'm wondering if this will, you know, one, help Macy's, and then obviously, two, get to bring back Toys R Us, or at least a form of it. Let me tell you something. When the concept of Toys R Us and KB came into existence, that was the, like, the mecca. You, yeah. You'd go and you'd be like, dear God, this mm-hmm. is... 
this is the greatest place on earth, mm-hmm. like a like a super toy store. Your parents could take you there just to let you play, right? Oh yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Just yes. to run around the toy store. Hey, now we're not getting anything, right? But you can go and play oh. a little bit. And I used you- to love going in. At, I'd go in and I'd be shopping for me. Mm. But I go, my son asked for this thing. Yeah. I don't know what it is. What it's is like a Star Trek thing where the beeps and the, uh, you got that. Wait, but Preston, you're not getting anything, but then you left with something. Uh, yeah. Of course, yeah. <laughs> you know. In fact, you, you left with five things. Yeah. Even I, though you could only get one thing. I rem- I, actually, sorry. I remember okay. um, taking Jace to Toys R Us when, when he was um, little. And, you know, same thing. I was like, we'll just get something little. I was looking for something for right. Christmas. And so I'm like, I'll get him something little to kind of distract him while I buy him the gift. And he found this stupid tiger that would, like, <laughs> sit, stand up, walk, tell you he loved you, like, things like that. And... It, you know, it, the display right. was out, and he, Jace was so cute looking, and he was petting it, and he was like, oh, I love him. We left. The freaking thing was like 200 bucks. No! I, was like, <laughs> I, I went, like, to, I was like, I'll just get him something little, you know, five, ten bucks. I left with this dumb $200 tiger that he played with probably for like a month. So right. you would just skip dinner for the next <laughs> yeah, week? Right, yes. exactly. Wow. Jesus. Has Toys R Us ever tried anything like this before with other, not with that a thing I, like Macy's or whatever? No. Not that I remember. Now, there was a... Um, no, because it was his own brand. Yeah, it was yeah. his own store. I know, but like, I just didn't know if they did, ever did like a subset within are, Target. Are you or thinking did KB maybe do this? I, I don't remember. Okay, but, but because there used to be, by the way, in department department stores like Sears. Yeah, the Sears toy section was actually really good. Like, yeah. in fact, that's where Santa would get a lot of my stuff. And yeah, Christmas. I mean, like Walmart's uh, yeah. toy section is pretty sizable. Yeah, so, yeah. so is Target's. Uh, the, but but it's not an entire store. Right, right, right. Did you guys have Best growing up? We've yeah. talked about Best in the past. Yes. Yeah, and Best had a really good uh, we had toy okay's. section. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Best was better. Uh, <laughs> Actually, you know what? No, I didn't have Best. Best yeah, had a yeah, toy best. catalog, which was that phenomenal was to go through. So it wasn't and, even a real catalog. Uh no, it was a, a catalog with toys oh, in it, oh, and you would go through that catalog looking for the toys. Oh, but the, the awesome. store that I went to was in um, right off of Sweets Road Road and Bur- or Devon, whatever. Anyway, it was they had Steve a really good toy oh, section. Wow. And you look forward to it. Did you say as if the the, the catalog yeah, was, was the toy? toy? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got a toy <laughs> catalog. That's boring. I mean, it's not real. It's uh, just a toy. <laughs> we had the Sears catalog, and man, at the back of the catalog, they had real. NFL football helmets, and I wanted, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I wanted that. one so bad. I wanted a real Eagles football helmet. They Just were ninety nine dollars. So- that was really expensive. You're talking yeah. crazy money for. I'll tell you this though, I, I, is is there an equivalent? Even on like online or just circling the Cause, stuff. Because the... I used to sit there, you just look at that picture and then. Well, if, yeah, know. I mean Amazon. You can go through like an Amazon and do a wish Amazon wish list. Or I know. Yeah, I know. If, is it the same? I, it probably it's is. Not, well, I, my memories are just. Uh, it's uh, not uh, the same. It's not. Right? This was magical, Steve. Staring holes into the into the page. Yeah, yeah, I think the visceral sensation of having the catalog in your yeah. hands and and taking a pen and circling the ad ad from Empire Strikes Back is yeah. that that is well, like a memory that you'll have. And bookmarking something on Amazon doesn't quite have the lasting impression. Right. And the photos that they use in the catalogs, they positioned them a certain way, or they had pictures of kids playing with them. Like, and the kids were orgiastic. Yeah. 
It made it pretty special, I think. Yeah. Um, oh man, what else is going to say? So they're going to they're going to open these up. They're going to be in store shops. They're going to range in size from a thousand square feet to ten thousand. Ten thousand is pretty enormous. Yeah. And they will feature a life size Jeffrey giraffe sitting on a bench for families to take pictures. Where and are our Macy's around here? There, I mean, Springfield the, Mall's got one. Yeah, Springfield. And where else? There was one. Where's the biggest meeting mall? No. That's, that's no. gone, right? Yeah, that's they gone. put the dicks there. What about the uh, King of Prussia Mall? Uh, we're going to find dicks. They stuck dicks where Macy's was. <laughs> I think What's King that? of Prussia is still there, Nick. Yeah, I think so, too. At the end of uh, what used to be the court, and now they're all... Yeah. Oh, really? Mixed For a together. while, they were looking at jam dicks anywhere they could. But, <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Remember the Now they just Plex? find a slot mm-hmm. they can show yeah. it into. I mean, you need, you need yeah. to be able to accommodate dicks. Mm-hmm. I got you. Uh, so anyhow, they're going to do this, uh, and it will begin. Uh, well, just they, in they just in okay, yeah, October. So, so be for, for the Christmas rush, yeah, yeah, it'll be in time for. That. I, so, I would love to see that um, that part of of uh, the holiday experience return, where yeah. again, it's not just removed to online shopping, where you can get in and. To, to kind of viscerally see the packages or the box and hold it and go, oh my god! It's yeah. still in King of Prussia Mall, by the way, Kath. I want this two hundred dollar tiger, mommy. Uh, Macy's yeah. is in King of Prussia, and then it's also in the Montgomery Mall, Preston. And okay. I think Willow Grove. All right. Uh, speaking of toys, uh, Hasbro is going to bring your face to an action figure, uh, and it's uh, with its newest partnership. It is using a new 3D printing material and workflow from 3D printer company Form Labs to create custom action figures at scale. The last thing I would have wanted as a kid was to play with a toy that looked like me. I want it to be like James Bond or some some other like you know. Uh, I don't right? know, man. I think you'd, I would have freaked out having you'd play with me, the Preston doll, me in doll form. That'd be pretty badass. Why? Then there's you, yeah, kicking GI Joe's ass because that's yeah. what you did. You fought with him, you know. Right, right. Oh, I would have been all ass. over that. He's in the military. No, I I would be on GI Joe's side. Right. Oh yeah, I, I would be protect over his ass. Protect yeah. me, then make love to me after the victory. <laughs> Use that Kung Fu grip. You can do whatever you want to. Uh, The project is called the Hasbro Selfie Series (laughs) and makes it possible for fans to create collector-grade six-inch action figures uh, that look like themselves. Look, this toy looks as goofy as you do. To make a figure, you download the Hasbro Pulse app, scan your face, customize the action figure and hairstyle, and then you wait until uh, the postman brings you the coolest thing you've ever seen yourself, but tiny and in plastic. You know what? So we had, they made dolls of us a while ago, Preston. Do you remember that? Who, yeah. who made the action figures? I have forgotten who that was. It was a long time ago. Mine's on my shelf right now. I still have my Preston Elliott action figure. It was really cool of him to do that. Mine was very easy. You know what they did? Uh-huh. They just took a bold G.I. Joe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Uh, so your face can be added to characters from G.I. Joe, Ghostbusters, Power Power Rangers and others. Well, maybe. As a keepsake, maybe I'll pick it up for my son. Uh, the partnership is a culmination <laughs> of an exploration that started back in 2014 when Hasbro started using Form Labs 3D printers to rapidly prototype action figures. And now the partnership is involved from prototyping to end product manufacturing, enabling fans to create personalized action figures based on classic to current characters seen across popular films, television, series, and comics. Steve, you could do like you as Captain America, man. But I know it's a lie. Something I'm, like I'm not that. Captain America. I could be Radio Man. Be pretty cool. Yeah, you know what though? Uh, 
the 3D printer thing. Any any of your kids have 3D oh printers? Oh, my God. We tried, and I ended up uh, having to return it, like, the day before uh, <laughs> the return period was over because... Uh, apparently, uh, at least the one that we bought was not quite compatible with uh, a Mac computer. Right. And we did everything that we possibly could. We had people over to help us, and it just it printed out the demo. And then after that, Jace couldn't print anything out. He was oh. he learned 3D printers in school, and so that's where that came from. So uh-huh. um, we we got one. We were going to let him, you know, you know, work on projects right. and all this kind of stuff. And it just it did not go well. We could not figure it out, and we ended up having to return it. And they're that's... becoming more usable. More, um, you know, you don't have to be a, a, a nerd like you said. The, the 3D printer labs in schools are becoming popular. So. You rem- do you guys remember um, our friend Maria who did the styling for the Preston and Steve calendar? Yeah, yes. Maria Aponte. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So she actually 3D prints jewelry. Okay. Oh. She makes, yeah, she makes necklaces out of it, and they're really cool. They're like Philadelphia. Uh, she does like the love statue necklace, um, but it's uh, it was really cool when I saw it. I'm like, that's a 3D printer. Wow, it looks really good. What's can... the material that it's? Uh, that it so created? it's like the, it's a spool of like something. I don't know. At least when when we bought it, I don't know exactly what it is. It's sort of it's, like it's usually a, like a monofilament, like a is that what uh, it yeah, is? yeah yeah yeah. I don't know what that is. Like like almost like a it like seems a, like, like a fishing wire almost yeah, consistent yeah, yeah. even thicker a little yeah. bit and thicker. so it melts it and then it 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 um the printer just keeps adding layers on and it's right. an amazing thing but to it's see. like but the end result it comes out like a plastic yes okay yeah all right I wasn't sure if since you said jewelry I didn't know if there were like oh, yeah, metal yeah. right no, no, uh, no. things that they were able to do that she puts it that. on diamond setting okay <laughs> yeah. um, all right oh yeah it's like a polyurethane or something yeah. like that okay that's pretty cool hang on a second. Um, Eric wants to jump in here. Hey, Eric, good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Hey, Eric. What's up, buddy? Eric! <laughs> a while ago, you guys had a conversation about, like, Etsy and stuff and how they sell, like, off stuff. Like, and I called up about the, the, the action figure custom guy on Facebook. Hasbro, this thing that they're doing with the with the 3D face printing and putting it on an app. There, it's nothing new. People have been doing it in their houses for like five, ten years at this point. Okay, with three D printers. With three D printers. Okay, so, right, so, so Hasbro, they're just going to they're just going to be able to mass know, mass produce and it. Know, and I don't know if Hasbro is going to charge more or less than what these custom people are doing, but I would actually go to the custom people other than Hasbro because they've been doing it longer. Okay, they probably people, need the money more. Yeah, All right. a lot of people on there. They, I mean, they do. I mean, it looks just like the, one guy has one. It's George Lucas as a stormtrooper. Okay. That's pretty wild. I think that, well, that was what I was going to get Kathy for Christmas. So. Oh, <laughs> she would have saw. She would have laughed to go. Oh my god! Oh my god! George, George Lucas, Lucas. Is a stormtrooper. That's so funny. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered something from Etsy not that long ago. It was a gift for somebody who I haven't given to them yet, so I can't say what it is okay. on the radio. What is it? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> but um, really good quality. Really good oh, quality. Stuff. Absolutely. I, I've recently it taken a, a deeper dive on Etsy. Yes. Expensive. So you pay for the quality without question well, and, and getting something custom made because... They're not mass producing them. No, that's yeah. the thing. They, they have to act, take this time to work on this one specific item and these are hours out of someone's life that they have to do it. So that's why it's pricey. I found a guy... So, so impressive. I've always wanted the um, the spaceship from the movie Forbidden Planet. The, um, you know, uh, United uh, Interplanetary Cruiser C-57D. It's, oh, I love this thing and I... I'd get models, and they weren't quite, you know, up to snuff. And then I, Preston, after years of searching online, I found a guy who makes them for you. Okay. 
for six thousand. Oh my god! Oh my god! I wonder how long it takes them to make though. Like it's about eight, seven, eight months, yeah. nine months. So, so I mean, it's worth so, it. But, uh, You're paying um, for his time and his skill and his ability. And I mean, if it comes with a divorce lawyer, <laughs> I uh, I could probably buy it. But I, yeah. Oh my god! Wow. I'm like, you got to be out of your goddamn mind. But I yeah. get that he's he's making the time. You know, taking the time to do it, but I mean, Jesus, it's it's when you see prices like that. I, I remember the first; time, it wasn't the first time, but I remember having sticker shock. I, I was buying Rochelle some jewelry, and I'm like, okay, what's the difference for the? You know, this is the silver. What's what's the difference for the gold price? And it was like, you know, <laughs> they told me I was like, oh, 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 oh. I kept my composure. We're gonna stick of to course. Sterling silver. Uh, she finds that a little gaudy. I'm just seeing silver. Center. Connor has up the model kits that I bought over the, some of them, and they, they never come out looking exactly the way you want them to. You need somebody who knows what they're doing, and mm-hmm. that would actually, Preston, when I when I said, you know what, I'm going to use an airbrush to paint this. And um, I uh, instead opted to paint my forearm black <laughs> and threw out the airbrush painter and the model, which I destroyed. Wow. So, wow. Uh, but for six thousand nope. dollars, I'll get exactly what I want. Um, yes, I used to uh, used to put together models when I was a kid. Loved them. The hardly ever painted them. I put the decals on, but you yeah, know, painting was, was beyond me. I had uh, like uh, you know Blue Angels, uh, yeah, models yeah. and stuff like that. And it's interesting because I have a story about the Blue Angels here. Do you like that? Oh. Love it, the right. So, for the first time in its 76-year history, uh, the Blue Angels aerial demonstration team will feature a female pilot. Wow! Flying one of the jets. So this is this is groundbreaking. Um, there hasn't. There's never been a, nope. a female, not a pilot, in any of these performance uh, uh, groups. Uh, I don't know about it, any of the other demo teams, but like the pink ladies, I know they have. They're all women. the pink ladies. Yeah. <laughs> They're aerial team. <laughs> Aviation elevation. That's it. Yeah, I know. We always, if only. Um, no. So the uh, the Blue Angels have never done it. I want to say that they're the oldest demo team, but I'm not 100 percent sure. When you went out with the Blue Angels, yeah, was it just you, or did you guys? Was the whole there another? Went. No, no. Was there another jet that went up as <laughs> Took well? The family up. Uh, no, it was just us two in the aircraft. Okay, that was it. Because when I went up with the Air National Guard, we went up with another jet, and uh, and oh. so we were able to do like some maneuvers together, which was Ooh. really really cool. So in, in, that was in cool. Top Gun Maverick. One of the pilots is a uh, is a, a female, and uh, you know, so mm-hmm. there are there are there are women in oh, the there Top Gun. Yeah, 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 but they yeah. just haven't been on the demo team. So since 1946, the Blue Angels have performed aerial displays and air shows. Um, and uh, this is, her name is Lieutenant Amanda Lee. She was named on Monday as one of the Blue Angels' newest core members. Uh, Lee, who is from Moundsview, Minnesota, uh, currently serves as a flight demonstration uh, on a flight demo team known as Strike Fighter Squadron 106. They're also called the Gladiators. And that squadron is stationed at uh, Naval Air Station Oceana, located in Virginia Beach, Virginia. So there you go, Steve. There's a demo team, and she was uh, a pilot for them. No, no one's ever made it to quite what they, you know, this is an elite. Oh, it's awesome. This is the uh, elite it's, it's, of the elite. It's very cool. Uh, the, um, and they're, they're just amazing pieces of hardware. Do you know, by the way, you know that Tom Cruise actually flies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, which is, is, is pretty wild. Do you remember, I think I might have mentioned her before, there was an actress in the 60s. Named Susan Oliver, and I believe that was her name. And she actually would; she was a test pilot as well, and was basically uh, like kind of a quasi-female Chuck Yeager. Okay, and that was kind of her her side thing. I mean, you know, 
It's pretty wild. By the way, the having been up there and, and flown in this, the 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 controls the the uh, are are they're no they're fairly basic. Yeah, I mean it's it's a stick and pedals and that's it as far as maneuvering the right. aircraft goes. Mm-hmm. And there's throttle and things right. like that. Now all the systems that go into it, it's very extensive, and you have to be extremely smart to run all that stuff. The actual controlling of that aircraft, I, I think most aircraft are, are fairly basic in right. that sense because you have pitch, yaw, and roll, right. and, and then obviously speed to deal with, but they have a host of all these other things. But for me, for him to say, all right, grab the stick, here's what you're going to do, it's like, okay, you just have a couple basic things you need to do, and you can fly this thing stick. all over the place, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't I'm reach. I can't reach. <laughs> Uh, Casey, you mentioned the Thunderbirds, and uh, Preston, I just looked this up, but there's uh, there's a woman named Michelle Curran. She's a major in the Air Force. She spends so much time. She's the lead solo pilot, by the way, for the Thunderbirds. Oh, wow. She spends so much time flying upside down that the number five on her aircraft is also painted upside down, and the patch on her uniform is upside down as well. That's, That's cool. amazing. Yeah. Wow. And she, but she's the lead solo pilot for the Thunderbirds. Uh, so I assume they have to do like a, like a parallel parking and stuff like that, right, <laughs> yeah. to get to qualify. So then that's cool. I wonder if she <laughs> is the first pilot for the Thunderbirds or not first female pilot for the Thunderbirds or for not. For one of these or, performance teams. Or maybe they've been, well, uh, so, yeah, that's that's the elite on the, uh, uh, for the Air Force. I mean, the, first it was the pink ladies and then there was. <laughs> and then the Blue Angels. And then the Blue Angels. Yeah. <laughs> so she is expected, uh, this is. And then the Georgia Peaches. Uh <laughs> Racine Bells. <laughs> Amanda Lee is expected to report to the Blue Angels in the fall and will train with the squadron throughout the winter. And her first event will likely be early next year. Uh, she had participated in 2019 in the first ever all-female flyover as part of the funeral service for retired Navy Captain Rosemary uh, Rainier, who was uh, one of the Navy's first female pilots and the first woman to command a Naval Aviation Squadron. Lee said, when I come into the ready room right now, I'm a pilot first, a person second, and my gender really isn't an issue. Right. There are currently 17 officers serving with the Blue Angels. Uh, Each officer is typically on the team for two years. Uh, The current team already includes three women who serve in the roles of public affairs officer, flight surgeon, and events coordinator. Uh, But this announcement uh, that was made this week is the first time that a female pilot would be part of the demo team. How fast did you go when you were in there? Uh, we did 80, uh, yeah, about 80, 85, something like that. Uh, no, we just went, uh, we did like Mach 1.2 or yeah. something like that. <laughs> was that a, was that a he was setting him up for Mach. Yeah. Uh, when did you, 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 <laughs> come on. He went Mach. Mach. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. when did you um pass out? What what uh, what were you pulling? It was a maneuver called a minimum radius turn. Yeah. Uh and so essentially the aircraft turns sideways and then you pull the stick up which basically you're doing a sideways loop. Right. So at that point when you turn your body in that direction all the blood is going from your head to your toes. Yeah. It's headed that way. So we were pulling over seven Gs. That's so amazing. I weighed seven times what I weigh right now. Were you wearing a G suit? No. Okay. They don't wear them in the no. Blue Angels. They were leisure suits. Yeah. <laughs> they were leisure suits. The reason that the Blue Angels don't wear G suits. So a G suit, for those who don't know, they're these air bladders that are uh, in the suit. And as you pull G's, it will uh, put pressure on your legs right. to keep the blood from going that far down in your body and keep it up in the top here near your heart, near your brain. Um, but the reason that they don't use those in um, the Blue Angels is because 
they fly as close as 18 inches, or no, 36 inches apart. Yeah. And crazy. if the bladder were to fill out up while their arm is rested on their leg, it could cause them to move the stick, and then you got catastrophe. Yeah. So they condition themselves to take these high G levels uh, without wearing the G suit. Now, per the Thunderbirds, though, they pull way more Gs. Yeah. But they're not doing as precise. No, they're doing insanely precise yeah. maneuvers, but not quite as close as the Blue Angels do. That's their kind of calling card. The Blue Angels, they fly that close together. But what they're I doing, didn't fly with the uh, Thunderbirds. I, I flew with the Air National Guard. With the Air National Guard. Yeah. But, but that was an F-16 as well, which yeah, is what we they did, use. We did pull nine Gs. That's but, insane. Yeah. Um, Are you I wearing also, a G-suit? I was wearing a G-suit, and I'm also shorter, right? So right. That, that actually works in my favor. I didn't uh, pass out. I'm fine. <laughs> but we do have the audio press if you want to listen of, uh, of me passing out of the U- U7Gs, yeah. All right, here we go. Nice job. There's 7.1 Gs. Straight up into the vertical. By the way, that... That's me. You're, there's a, there's a hitching breathing right. uh, method you're supposed right. to do. So you I'm, can hear it slowing. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I'm starting to I'm starting to, to give up. Yeah. I'm back it up again. Nice job. There's seven point one G's. Meanwhile, he's you know playing yeah. Sudoku yeah, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> he's yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> eating a rib. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's eating a rib with one hand. Uh-huh. Just like that. He's really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we <gonna> watch him? <laughs> nice job. There's seven point one G's. Straight up into the vertical. Seven point one G's. How'd that feel? Pretty hard. Yeah. Oh, wait, I didn't pass oh, out. You didn't go uh, yet. You didn't oh. pass that yet. No, okay. that was a different one. Hang on. It was kind of strange. <laughs> put put up the the next one, so the one right above it, Case. It's the same thing. It's, it's the same the, thing? Yeah, it's the same one. All right, 5Gs. Yeah, that one I, I felt. Are they blacking out or anything? No. All right, the next mover is the graduation exercise. Oh, All right, this is it. This is the minimum okay. radius turn. That's 7 minutes. Ready to give her a try. All right. <laughs> Ready. Hit it. Seven There's seven. Nice job. How you doing? There's seven. How you doing? Oh, you're with me. You're with me, bud. <laughs> you're with me. Uh, no, I wasn't. Actually, you're not. I was not with him at all. No, you're with me. My chin went straight down to my chest. What do you, like? What do you feel right before that? Like, did you I'm know? Did you know that was it? Uh, no, out? no. I just, I just knew I was getting tired. You just probably blinked, and then, you, and, and then, yeah. yeah. And then the next thing you I hear know, him say, "I'm just going to rest my eyes real quick." Yeah, <laughs> I'm not falling asleep. I'm just <laughs> resting my eyes. Uh, the next thing I remember was you're um, on the tarmac naked. <laughs> no, the next thing I remember was seeing the ocean because I was looking. Oh, really? Down. Yeah. Okay. So I was looking down. I see the oceans. This was out over AC, right? Uh, more towards Wildwood. Okay. And so uh, I, I see the water, and I'm like, and I can't say anything yet because it's like it, your systems have to come back on. So like you you get your vision this back. Cat really knows how to play <laughs> guitar. And then you get your hearing, and then your uh, you know you can speak or something along uh, those lines. I mean, it wasn't it it wasn't scary or anything like that. No, but you had a, you had a top I, level uh, pilot with you. I puked after that. It definitely made me sick. In okay. the plane. Oh, in a they bag. Had, they, they had bags. Okay. Yeah, uh, there for you. Fendi oh. bags. No, like what? I don't. No, thank you. <laughs> Not calf. Yeah. The overall experience made it worth it. Yep, it was worth it. I, I felt I, fine by the time we got back. I can't feel like that. Hang on. How you feeling? 
Uh, I feel a little ill. Okay. Yeah. We're good. All right. We're done. Now we're going to smoke the beach line. How's that sound? Yeah, that sounds good. Was I out? Yeah, I think just a little bit. Oh, man. Just a little bit. Just a little just bit. Just a little bit. I was asleep. You were passed out of sleep. Why don't we take a five-minute break? <laughs> <laughs> um, but the hard part about that is because he held those Gs for longer than, than the, the time we did before. And so we did over seven Gs, and he, you, you try to make this complete circle. And it's turning as tight as it can. What kind of appreciation yeah. do you gain Oof. about these uh, these uh, oh. these people are just superhuman? It's crazy. And, and like the guy was like, like perfect, right? The yep. pilot was oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah Tom. Oh, so super, yeah. super good looking. Yeah. You know, blonde yeah. hair, blue eyes. Uh, you know, tall. Just um, <laughs> you know, a specimen. Yeah, yeah. Like but that's what I really liked about. I'm gonna make love to your wife right now. <laughs> the, okay. Um, <laughs> the the new Top Gun movie is that they really they don't. In the first movie, they don't touch on any of that stuff, but they're doing the hicking. Yep. Uh, okay, they're doing that? They're oh, doing yes. All of that oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. People are passing out because of the Gs. Yeah. Oh, okay. he's, so he's, uh, not to give too much away, but he's he's showing them that he's, you you think you've got this, but you don't. And mm-hmm. there's a very specific mission they need to be trained for. It's very well done. Wow. Yeah. I still got to get out and see that for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, they talk about uh, just raising the whole thing to a, 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 a higher level, no pun intended. They really did it. All right. Well, let's get you to a different movie because I have the final uh, pairs of passes to give away for Nope. Nope. We have the screening of tonight. It's in the... UA King of Prussia IMAX, and I got four passes left, so we're going to take 17, 18, 19, and 20. We'll take those callers. The great things, uh, the great thing with Jordan Peele's films is that you, um, I have really have no, I, I know it seems weird and there's something going on, mm-hmm. but I, I've, you know, stayed away from any indications. Not that there are a lot out there, but it looks really spooky and bizarre. Excellent. So uh, we'll take those callers, 215-263-WMMR, 7 o'clock tonight, UA King, Prussia. Uh, it will hit theaters. Uh, it will only be in theaters in IMAX on uh, July 22nd, and it is rated R, so let's get you there. We'll break and come back in a second with the Bizarre file. so stay put. Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. Now. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Okay. Yeah. Let's rock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is rock and roll. I just look over at looking up with his eyes closed. He just goes, let's rock. <laughs> and we shall by doing the Bizarre Five. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's That's the latest news. Let's get on to the latest rock. (laughs) All right. Let's get on with the latest rock. And they come in the form of bizarre file stories. We're going to start with this. An intoxicated pilot managed to make an emergency landing on a major highway in Missouri early Friday after his light aircraft ran out of fuel. Is it Denzel Washington? (laughs) The Missouri State Highway Patrol excitedly tweeted to warn commuters on Interstate 70 wow. that westbound lanes were being blocked by an aircraft. They added that the pilot was the only person on the aircraft, which had miraculously avoided hitting any other vehicles, though the pilot was slightly injured after the plane collided with a guardrail. And it later emerged that the reason for the pilot's emergency landing was that he had run out of fuel. The pilot was found to be intoxicated and arrested, the state highway patrol tweeted. That could have ended nine different horrible ways. 
Yep, he was released to a local hospital for treatment of a minor injury, but he was intoxicated and out of gas. And Might lose his pilot's license. Landed on the highway. Uh, the first in a series of compensation claims against Rainier over injuries allegedly sustained during an emergency landing has been settled for around $40,000. Uh, the cases arise from an incident during which an aircraft ca- cabin became depressurized on a flight between Dublin and Zadar, Croatia. So the sudden loss of cabin pressure forced the pilots to rapidly descend. Oxygen masks were released during the incident. Uh, German police said 33 of 189 passengers were hospitalized, some bleeding from their ears. Oh, my God. After the plane made an emergency landing. An interim report by the German Federal Bureau of Aircraft Accident Investigation described it as a serious incident. It triggered a raft of lawsuits, and the first one to reach court was settled yesterday without any admission of liability by the airline. Uh, the plaintiff, an Irish yeah, woman... Here's a nice warm towel to dab the blood coming out of your ears. The plaintiff, an Irish woman, claimed to have suffered severe pain in her ears and shock to the entire Jeez. nervous system. Could you imagine that? Uh, she claimed that she ended up losing her job to absence from work after being prescribed anti-anxiety medication. 18 other clients of the firm uh, have... Uh, are they are residents of Ireland, Croatia, and the U.S. have also filed legal claims against the airline. The claims involve a mix of physical and psychological injuries and are being defended by Rainier. Did they at least offer complimentary snacks? I I don't know if they did or not. Uh, According to the pleadings uh, in the settled case, the woman claimed to have suffered significant uh, barotrauma to her right ear, which required steroid treatment. I think when your blood's coming out of your ears, you're dealing with something very substantial. Yep. A video posted on social media appears to show a Splash Mountain ride vehicle at Disney's Magic Kingdom beginning to sink with several guests on board. Uh Ted Klein posted the video to the Walt Disney World Annual Pass Holders page on Facebook on Tuesday. His wife, Jennifer Jean, said that her whole family was on a boat behind it and saw what was happening. She said they went down the big drop with their boat halfway sunk and they were trying to get someone's attention before they started going up. And this is at the very end of the ride. And they were very lucky that they only got wet. In the video, several guests riding in one of the Splash Mountain log boats, including children, are seen jumping from the ride vehicle onto the attraction platforms. Uh, this reportedly happened close to the end of the attraction where Br'er Fox is being pulled on by Br'er Gator. This is the third time in nearly two years that a ride vehicle at Splash Mountain has sunk. And what time does Br'er Paramedic show up? Uh, Splash Mountain will soon undergo a major transformation. It will be rethemed to Tiana's Bayou Adventure, which is expected to open sometime in 2024. But they've been having some problems with that. Time to hang it up. Absolutely. Is that that the oldest ride now at this point? Are are they... Older than Space Mountain? Uh, Space Mountain's pretty damn old, too. Not sure. It might be one of the older ones, but it's, uh, yeah, it's been there for a while. Uh, An Indiana man is being called a hero after he rescued four children and their 18-year-old sister from a burning house after he noticed their porch was covered in flames while he was driving by. Uh, Nick Bostic, who's 25, was driving to a gas station around 12.30 a.m. on Monday, and he noticed that the house was on fire and stopped. He said, I saw the fire on the balcony. So I slammed on the brakes, pulled in the driveway, and ran into the house from the back. And I was hollering, is there anybody in here? Oh, man. Uh, Bostic, who works at a pizza restaurant, noticed uh, four people ranging between 1 and 18 
coming down the stairs after they were woken up by his screaming. When he asked if anyone else was left in the home, he was informed that there was still a six-year-old in the house somewhere. So he plunged back into the pitch black, choking on smoke that came out of nowhere and began checking under beds and in closets on the second floor before he heard a ch- The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. I'll faintly crying. Remember, this is like 1230 in the morning, yeah, so... Yeah. He probably know the lights are on or anything like that with all the smoke, too. Despite being in, quote, a black lagoon of smoke, the heroic young man went further in, grabbed the child, ran up the stairs to get away from the flames and the excruciating heat. He said it started to get hard to see because the smoke was getting bad. And I didn't know how to explain it, but it was like I escaped and I was going to pro- or I accept that I was going to probably die right there that night. But it was a weird calm. You just go to work as fast as you can. <sighs> so in order to get out of the house, he had to break through a second-story window and jump with the child in his arms. He said the first time he punched the window, nothing happened, but he managed to break through the second time. However, the blinds were tangled around the child's leg, and he had to untangle it before blindly jumping out the window. He said it wasn't like I had any choice then. So he landed on his right side with the child on his left, stuff, uh, suffered injuries to his back, arm, and ankle, the child suffered from minor injuries. Uh, the fire was the size of a campfire when he first got there, but by the time uh, the fire department arrived, the whole house was up in flames. Uh, it prevented firefighters from entering the home. However, after they found out that he and another child were still inside, they uh, hastily attempted to get inside. Body cam footage shows the moments directly afterwards. Uh, he managed to get out of the house. He thrusted a screaming child in the arms of an officer before he sat down, stunned on the sidewalk. Uh, you could be heard yelling, I need oxygen, as he was heaving for air. Officers asked him to walk across the street at where it was safer, and they laid him down on the ground. You can see him prepare a tourniquet for him. The police did. And he said, I know this is going to hurt, but it's going to stop the bleeding. Uh, and he told him to just go for it. So he was airlifted to the hospital, put on a ventilator for smoke inhalation. He had some really bad cuts, a serious injury to his right arm. And the police are now calling him a hero. I mean, he ran into a burning building. He's Full-blown a blown hero. That's the real hero. Absolutely. Unbelievable. All right. And then one more story. Then we'll wrap it up. Police in an old Arizona mining town that gets a million tourists annually are warning residents to stop yelling at visitors or they could face harassment charges. You can't yell at visitors? Yes. Oh, what's the the fun in that? Jerome, population of about 450, so it's a tiny town. Hey, you're not from around here. Was what? I love doing that. To what? Hey, Fatcho, you're not from around here. <laughs> Just the best time. Uh, it was once home to one of Arizona's largest copper you mines. You look stupid. Copper mines and is now a hub for artists, <laughs> tourists uh, that take in uh, scenic views and visit stores and bars along the Winding Mountain Road that passes through it. But Jerome Police said on a Facebook post this week that it has come to our attention that some people visiting our town on short visits and using lawful short-term parking passes are being yelled at uh-huh. or having notes left on their cars by local residents. So it's a parking issue. And they said yelling at or leaving notes could in some cases constitute harassment under Arizona revised statutes. 
And uh, residents who think people may have violated parking regulations were asked to contact police. There you I go. love little towns like this, though. If you've ever been, there's a, a town that I loved. It's in Arizona called Bisbee, mm-hmm. and it was a copper town, a copper mining town. Like this one. Yeah, and um, so, um, uh, yeah, similar similar sort of deal, similar sort of look, but it was just, it had sort of a ghost towny yeah. feel to it. It was yeah. wild. There's a place called Cripple Creek, uh, Colorado I've been to. It's kind right. of like that. Yeah. And there you go. That's what I got in the bizarre file for you. Don't forget. Tattoo Day, your chance to win a Preston Steve tattoo. So make sure you text the word tattoo to three nine three three three, and you might win it from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Uh, let's take a break. Come back in a second. Lesson question: Trash music news coming up when we return. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Tuesday morning with the President Steve Show. We'll get our first letter a day for the Word of the Week prize. Yet again, another four-letter word for you to, uh, well, we'll create it. You keep track of it, and then you reveal it to us on Friday. It's this very cool weekend in Atlantic City, VIP weekend. And it's all about the band Fish, and whether you're a fan or not. I think you'll dig this because you get the VIP setup. I think if you're a moderate fan and you get this kind of treatment... You'll become a major fan. I, I like the sound of that. So uh, we'll get the first letter coming up in a little while. In the meantime, we're going to do today's lesson question. And we're going to give away that pair of tickets as MMR Rocks Roger Waters. This is not a drill tour. And that's Saturday, August 6th at the Wells Fargo Center. Question this morning is this. It was hard to hear Tristan Thompson's last phone call because a woman was sitting where? 215-263-WMMR. It was okay. hard, hard to hear Tristan Thompson's last phone call because a woman was sitting where? 215-263-WMMR. Let's even know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Live a Casino and Hotel. Philadelphia presents comedian Dom Irera. Coming July 22nd. Tickets on sale at LiveCasinoPhilly.com. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Rosie O'Donnell and actress Amy Hauer made their red carpet debut as a couple at a charity event in L.A. on Saturday night. Hauer says Rosie is the woman of her dreams because she often dreams about women who look like Patton Oswalt. Oh, wow. <laughs> the $57 million, $57 million renovation of Kanye West's Malibu home has hit some supply chain snags. Apparently, Kanye's having trouble finding toilet paper made out of chinchilla pelts. Oh, my God. And finally, rapper Kodak Black was arrested in Florida on Friday after police found hundreds of oxycodone pills in his car. Black was initially pulled over because of illegally tinted windows, which he explained are there to keep people from seeing his oxycodone pills. Oh, All right, we'll go to the phones. Looking for an answer to this. It was hard to hear Tristan Thompson's last phone call call because a woman was sitting where and we will go to jr see if we can get the answer hey jr (laughs) pretty good yeah not bad all right jr where was she sitting on his face face. absolutely jr hang on you got yourself a pair of tickets says mmr rocks roger waters this is not a drill tour Saturday, August 6th at Wells Fargo Center. And tickets are on sale now for both shows, uh, August 5th and 6th. And you can get the complete details at WMMR.com. 
Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, it's brought to you this morning by Dry... I know, every now and then that does get me. Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Protect your home from water damage, cracks in your foundation, and mold with Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Preston and Steve listeners get 15% off when you mention our show. Go to drytechcorp.com. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's begin with Limp Biscuit. Uh, they are delaying their planned summer tour of the UK Europe, and Europe due to medical advice given to lead singer Fred Durst. Do we know what this is around? I haven't been able to find nope. any specifics. Nope. On Sunday, the band posted a message on social media, writing in part for personal health concerns and based on medical advice given by my personal physician to take an immediate break from touring. Limp Biscuit will sadly have to postpone the 2022 UK and European tour. Uh, it also linked to the band's website for... A personal video message from Durst to explain he needed additional testing and apologize for the inconvenience. I uh, said in preparation for the tour, uh, I have decided to do some tests to make sure that I'm in good physical condition and that everything's okay. And to my surprise, my doctor has decided to send me a letter telling me he would not like me to tour at this time and he would like me to stay close by to do some more tests. That being said, this is very unexpected news, mm. and I'm so sorry, and I look forward to making it up to you as soon as possible, and I can only thank you so much, uh, and I can only thank you so much for your support. Uh, while he didn't go into details about his health concerns, he added, I'm only wishing for the best, and I know everything is going to be okay. So... It sounds... It could be, you know, something that's serious, but... It could be serious, maybe. Or they're just, uh, as they say, um, acting in an in a abundance of caution. Right. Uh, he does say that he has plans to make up the postponed tour dates, but no details were offered as of yet. During a new chat with Rolling Stone, Wolfgang Van Halen heavily hinted that David Lee Roth is the holdup in realizing an Eddie Van Halen tribute show. Huh? He said, what I can say is that there was an attempt to do something, but, you know, I don't like to speak negatively about people, but there are some people that make it very difficult to do anything when it comes to Van Halen. Uh, there always was, uh, wait, there There was always some stuff that gets in the way from just making music and having a good time, and I think that's what's happened. While still trying to take the high road, he went on to say, I would love to just sit here and say everything and say the truth. Uh, there are plenty of interviews that my dad did where he straight up just said everything, and people hated him for it, and they thought he was lying. So I could just say S, but people have already decided how they feel about things, facts or not. So I can say the facts, but that may not align with how certain people feel. I know how Van Halen fans get. Uh, they are very motivated by which specific people they like in the band, and it's just not worth it. Uh, just we made an attempt, and some people can be hard to work with and made it not happen. He went on to stress the importance of his uncle Alex, uh, and he said when it comes to Van Halen and decision-making overall and what Van Halen does, it's all Al. And then I'm there and supportive. You know, I basically help make the decisions that dad would be there to make because I'm in there in his stead. Regarding giving his blessing to the proposed event, he said uh, it didn't even get to that point. It was in such an early stage that I never even got it never even got off the ground. And he said, uh, no, I would really like to do something for pop. Look at anything uh, uh, that's happened with Van Halen. And look how things have fallen apart. You know, the fact that in my tenure in Van Halen, 
We managed to do three tours, put an album of original material and live album out. Is effing, um, it's an effing miracle. He briefly touched on uh, ex-Metallica bassist Jason Newstead, revealing that he was approached to participate in a tribute with Alex David Lee Roth and Joe Satriani. Uh, he said, just because one person decided to talk about it when they weren't supposed to, it effed everything up. That wasn't the end of it, actually. It was already not happening. So, you know, uh, I guess he it said, you know. So we've learned that David Lee Roth was the radical element here that was... And I could see that. Yep. I could really see that. So, you know, it's not a big, big surprise. Uh, Paul's Boutique may be closed, but Brooklyn hip-hop legends and Beastie Boys will be, or the Beastie Boys, I should say, will be honored at the corner featured on their sophomore album. Uh, Fans have been pushing for a street renaming. An effort council member, Christopher Marte, had said he had been uh, going after for about nine years. On Thursday, a New York City council voted to make Beastie Boys Square a reality. And it will be on the corner of Ludlow and Rivington Streets on Manhattan's Lower East Side. Uh, the bill now heads to Mayor Eric Adams to uh, seek approval for that. I wonder how many uh, musicians share that honor in and around the city. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that have uh, streets actually yeah. named after them. Right. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Vedder has no patience for any shred of violence that takes place at a Pearl Jam show. Case in point. He kicked a woman out of a recent show for hitting another fan in the head. He in my face. Whoa! Okay. Oh, my God. So. You can't do that. You can't just randomly fart in someone's face. It's disgusting. And when the, the fart, which you're smelling, is actually fecal matter in particular form. He it in my face. So that's why she. I hear you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, no, it was, uh, a woman hit another fan in the head that was obstructing her view by filming the show on his phone. So the incident took place at their stop in Zurich, Switzerland on the 23rd, uh, during their performance of Animal, uh, and in the fan shot footage, Vetter sees what's going on, stops the band, asks for the stage lights to be turned up, and he said, hey, 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 I saw the whole thing. He said, I know, it was annoying you. You were bummed out because he was filming the whole time. Has it been the whole time or just now? Just when I came over? Was it the whole time? Yeah, you're filming everyone. And better calmly continued saying, the thing is, I know it upset you, but you can't effing hit him in the back of the head either, even though you're a woman. I appreciate the fact that you can be strong. But quit hitting him. Uh, you're out of here, he said. Violence is not allowed. I'm sorry, ma'am. There's no violence allowed. Uh, you could have waved to me. I was looking right at you. Sorry about that. It's just not cool. We're not hitting people here. Sorry. Mm. Uh, and without much delay, then uh, you can hear Eddie just say chorus. And the rest of the band jumps in, and they start. Uh, they picked up where they left off. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty song, wild. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, Eddie was like, nope, not having it. And I could I wonder see how that. much you can see and process, you know, when you're up on stage like that with all the stage lights up. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, yeah. a good 15 rows or something like that, you could probably see pretty well. I mean, we tend to check out if I don't see Nick. Uh, <laughs> we've been out onto a, a lit stage before. Yeah, yeah. You can't see, you know, way into the back of the house, but you can you can see what's going on straight Some down get front. Slapped. They're hyper aware of it, though. I mean, like they, they had that Roskilde Festival in Denmark 22 years ago where people died. And so, like, if there's any hint of, like, people in trouble or, yeah. like, this uh, in the story press and with, with a little bit of violence, they just, like, they, they cut it off, they stop it, and then they move forward. Yep. All right, the one last thing. There's a new rock breakdown on MMR's Instagram for you to check out. 
Uh, Sarah Parker covers Stranger Things, putting Metallica back on the charts. Bruce Springsteen announcing a tour. And Rage Against the Machine returning to the stage and almost immediately sustaining an injury. I get it sent to me automatically, which it's is awesome. Great. Yeah, yep. uh, Nick Murphy and Sarah work really hard on it. Award-winning. Cool. It's a cool program, and you can follow us on Instagram at 933WMMR to be the first to see the new episodes and get breaking rock news at WMMR.com. It's where I got the Eddie Vedder story. And she Actually. wears a Preston and Steve shirt this edition. Oh, from the Blood Drive. Yeah. I love that. All right, um, that's it. We're going to take a break and come back in a second, get ready to wrap things up. Letter of the day, word of the week prize, and we'll also give away a free tattoo for Tattoos Day. Your last chance to text in the word tattoo to 39333. We'll be back in a moment. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve full show podcasts, plus the MM Archives podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast. A hot one today. Hotter next few days, so enjoy today. Again, 93 degrees, plenty of sun. Uh, 97 tomorrow, again, sunshine. Thursday, partly cloudy, 97. Friday, sunny, 97. Saturday, finally, things change. Mostly sunny and 99 degrees. No, going in the wrong direction. Yeah, no, we're going in the wrong direction. Well, we gave uh, tips to beat the heat earlier. So. Yeah, yeah. My buddy who was in town from St. Louis, Steve, he was like, uh, he was telling me the temperatures back home, they were like 102, 103, <laughs> something ridiculous like that. So Europe's getting bombarded yeah. with this. Yeah. A lot of deaths because they're just not... Yeah. Suited and ready to handle this kind of heat. Yep, it can be bad. So, yeah. you know, keep that in mind. Uh, we do need to thank our guest. I want to thank Mr. Connor Barwin. Yay. Coming by today. Connor is awesome. He is, uh, he. you know, he, he walks the walk. He does. Uh, and his uh, Make the World Better Foundation has their Make the World Better concert, benefit concert coming up. Uh, it's going to be this weekend, Saturday, at the Dell Music Center. And uh, stars Japanese Breakfast, Yola Tango, and Kate Laban. And you can go to Ticketmaster.com uh, to get the uh, the tickets and details. And he just he builds parks and does all these great things, man. So cool. And he's just the nicest guy. He is. So he's a really good dude. Great to have him by here. And Bob Kelly from Fox 49. Yay! He has an event, too. Kelly's Kids Christmas. And it's uh, Kelly's Kids Christmas in July at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Saturday, July 30th from 3 to 5 p.m., he has also got other places where you can uh, drop things off for this. It's kids for uh, it's toys for kids at the hospital. Yes. And uh, in fact, he collects donations every Wednesday at the media townhouse and every Friday at the seaport in in Wildwood. Uh, but you can do a quick search. You can go to WMMR to Preston We're going to have that info up as well. And Fox 29. So it's cool to have him on today. Um, we need to do the. Letter of the day, and we, there's only one person who can hey. do it. He's here. He's ready for action. He's an award winner because <laughs> he's got a trophy in his hands. So that's right. let's find out what that's all about. What do you want to know? Your trophy. What's that all about? <laughs> it was in my car. <laughs> I so found this very, under the seat. It's very important. It's your good it, driving award. It, no, it wouldn't. Certainly, wouldn't be that. <laughs> You know, it's how every man thinks they're the best driver. 
every man, I am a great driver. <laughs> oh, dude, I am a better driver. No, dude, man, I'm a man, and I'm the best driver. Well, you I'm a wor- terrible driver. Are you? Yeah. I'm not terrible, but I'm not that good. Well, you know how and to I be. will freely admit it as a man. As a man. That doesn't this say... Is worst driver award. Oh, is that what it is? No, it doesn't yeah. say anything on it? I hit 95 in that little stretch coming up from the... What you call it? Um, <laughs> it said something, but the little plastic plaque fell off. Okay. It was from Jackson to Sarah, and somehow it got oh, in my car. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or from Sarah to Jackson. You so. don't usually see people walking into work carrying a trophy. So yeah. I, don't ask I think that's a great way to, to uh, start the day is it award is. yourself a trophy. I think so, too. Yeah. Wow. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> so with all that covered, <laughs> we should probably do the letter of the day. Well, I've been waiting. I know. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter... F as in fantastic. All right, we got an F. And we also have a pair of VIP weekend tickets to attend all three fish concerts on the beach in Atlantic City. August 5th, 6th, and 7th, the VIP experience includes a dedicated venue entrance, access to the foundation viewing area, early admission into the field... Limited early merch shopping, an event merchandise gift, and an invitation to the lounge with seats to relax unique food beverages and beverages offerings, and uh, water refill stations. And tickets are available uh, through Ticketmaster. So we'll give it away on Friday, which you never know. It's going to be here. You might win that. You might snag it. So you need that those letters. Uh, what's up on the program today? Well, we'll have Motley Crue, we've got Offspring, we've got Metallica, and we've got Double Shot Tuesday. Nice. Beautiful. And we have a tattoo to give away. I would uh-huh. like to congratulate our Tattoos Day winner today. It's Jake Tisserand, hey. who is from Collingsdale, or Collingdale. And Jake got himself a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And Tattoos Day on the President's Year Show is, of course, brought to you by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And they're located at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. If you want to check out their artwork, go to floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. Uh, thank you to the sponsors of the Preston and Steve Show. They include Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, Acme, official grocery store of the Preston and Steve Show. Also, Wilmington University. Go to wilmu.edu dual credit. That's wilmu.edu dual credit. And also brought to you by Health Partners Plus Trusted Care, where and when you need it. Tomorrow's program, Wednesday, secret text word, a Fox Good Day visit. And we'll celebrate Nick McQueen's birthday. Hey! Oh, I, I forgot Shucks. until right now. <laughs> tomorrow. You forgot? I just, I, I, yes, I haven't paid attention to it at all this year. Wow. I turn right. 47 tomorrow. Wow. Pearl Jam. All right. That's it. We are done. Ray John, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. <laughs> On 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the map.